best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I like simple pleasures, like butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy, call me a pervert. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. That just happened. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, maestro. Listen oh, up. Ass, 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 ass. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EASY. All right. Easy. Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Uh, just to let you know, I am in just a shit mood today. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just sick of everything. I, I, I mean, honestly. I, let, let me start off the show with this. It's t-shirt time? Yeah. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 to. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. You, you shut up, you skanky fucking hoe. Jesus. Today's t-shirt. Got Bodie from uh, Point Break, the original. My Viacom Dio shirt today. So we got that going. I, I, I'm just, I, I don't know. If, if you guys watched the news yesterday or, or paid any attention to the world at large. And then I found something this morning that I'd never seen before. And why is nobody ever talking about this? Oh, that's right. Because media's in bed with the fucking big government. Oh, I, I, I mean, look, look. First of all. I'm ready to fucking move. I'm ready to leave America. I hate this country right now. You know why? Because we have no leadership here. Do you know who has leadership? I'll tell you who. I believe this is the, uh, the, the prime minister or whatever the fuck it is of Belgium. Belgium's a shithole little country. Stuck between France and Germany. The Netherlands is above it. They're about the size of Maryland. And you know what? They have balls bigger than everybody in Washington, D.C. The mayor of a city in Belgium. This is who I want running my country. After Muslim parents demanded the withdrawal of pork from school in Belgium? This is what this guy said. Muslims must understand that they have to adapt to Belgium. Their customs, their traditions, their way of living because it was the country they chose to immigrate to. They need to understand that they are the ones who need to integrate and learn to live in Belgium. They need to understand that they must be the people who change their lifestyles, not Belgians. You must understand that Belgians are not racist or xenophobic. We accept many immigrants from many countries with different cultures and religions who contradict many Islamic countries that accept non-Islamic immigrants. This is why the Belgians are not prepared to give up their identity and their culture. 
Now, I, I, if I was in, I, I would put a comma there and go, like those pussy fucking Americans. Finally, they must understand that Belgium, with their Jewish Christian roots, Christmas trees, churches, and religious parties, religion must remain in Belgium. For Muslims who disagree with Belgium culture and religion and are not comfortable in Belgium, there are 57 beautiful Muslim countries around the world, most of them subpopulated and ready to welcome them with open arms, according to Sharia. If you left your country to come to Belgium, not a Muslim country, it's because you think you've seen life better in Belgium than anywhere else. Ask yourself, therefore, why is it better here in Belgium than where I come from? I I, I mean, look, 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 this isn't about Muslims. This was just said. This was taken. You can have this with anybody. Imagine I started with uh, peanut parents, peanut allergy parents, demanded the withdrawal of peanuts from school. We give in to everything. Thank God there's at least some leader out there who's willing to show that he's got a sack. He might only be a mayor, but at least he's got a fucking sack for a mayor. Who else does? Don't don't start naming any fucking mayors in this country. Mayor Gollum? She got a sack? No. Uh, Bill de Blasio? That's sackless. I don't even know who the mayor of Sacramento is or care. I have this rep for tolerance, but there are a lot of hardcore conservatives there. I, look, look, it, 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 this is not, like, this is them saying this is our country you're coming to. You don't get to change it. If you don't like it, then get the fuck out. But this is our country. The war on Christmas that we have suffered in this country, you don't like it, don't celebrate it. Don't fuck it up for everybody. But see, that's what we do here. We fuck up things for everybody. Now, let's go to yesterday, because I'm sure I, I, I can, I, I, let me just say I... I guarantee. Everybody got to see this happen yesterday, or at least have seen the picture of it. Oh, and it's a fantastic picture. That the Taliban told you they weren't stupid. They figured it out. They figured out how to fly a Black Hawk helicopter. Now, if that's not worrisome enough, they decided to take it over uh, Kabul for a little spin, and they had a passenger. Yes, the passenger was hung by his neck outside for the entire ride. I don't know if they haven't figured out the, the mechanics of the, the weapons on the ship, so they did it the old-fashioned way. They hung him. This is like the scene out of Scarface. And what did our quote-unquote leaders do? They just kept packing, and they left. Yesterday was the last day. Today was supposed to be the last day. They packed all their shit and gone. But there's a small problem, just a, a little bit problem, just, uh, just to let you know that there is a problem going on. Um, um, there are house-to-house executions going on in Kabul. 
looking for Americans or people who helped America. Because, yes, if you're wondering, there are still Americans on the ground. There they are going door to door. Those are guns. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun to hear? Maybe, maybe these are the people that we gave their addresses to and their green cards to when we handed that over. This, this is so disgusting, and the reason why I'm disgusted, it's not due to the fact it's loss of human life. It's, this is the loss of America. If you were another country, would you, I, I mean, honestly, would, would, would you trust anything America told you? We left our own people behind. We left people that helped our soldiers stay alive behind. <laughs> That's a week week night in Chicago. I saw they had what eighteen shootings on Friday night alone in Chicago. I don't know about you, but the, the, I, how is this? I how is this current administration still in power? How come there aren't more talks of impeachment? We gave the Taliban, you want to talk about how Joe Biden hates guns and he doesn't know anything about the Second Amendment? He wants to ban shit? Okay. Well, if you're so keen on banning shit, why are you giving the Taliban billions of dollars worth of our ammunition and guns? Are you opposed to selling it? You just want to give it away? Oh, is that the new thing in America? We're going to start giving away guns? Oh, this is, look, I'm just telling you, we are far, far, far from the end of this debacle. Because it's Trump's fault and policies, absolutely. Let's just blame Donald Trump for everything because I'm not tired of that bullshit or anything. Now, I have to, I, let, let me just say, I'm going to I, I'm going to ramp up my my shittiness towards Joe Biden. I I will say thank God somebody finally in the mainstream media has written a story about this. Biden repeatedly implies he's not in charge of when and where he can take questions from the press. How many times does he have to say it? How many times does he have to say, oh, I'm not supposed to answer that? I mean, we have him on tape, right? Uh, I've never said this right now before, but... No, that's not it. How could I be the... No, I've done that one. I'm going to get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pretend that you... Joe Biden, answer. you're not a... In, in San Francisco... Uh, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't... I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway. I, I, I mean, honestly... 
When are we, the American people, going to go, this guy's not fit? I don't give a fuck if he's a Democrat, if he's a fucking Republican. He's not fit. He's a senile old man who has no clue at what's going on. Uh, hello, Chicago Mayor's Office. Lori Lightfoot speaking. I, 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 oh, hello, my Taliban brother. How's tricks? Lori, we need to help getting more people killed in here, Kabil. Easy, hummus, uh, squeezy. Uh, just turn a blind eye while your gangs go around killing people. Yep, Lori Gollum. I don't think he gave them. Uh, they were free with the purchase of the original Hunter Biden masterpiece. <laughs> Thank God somebody is finally asking this question. This was from Fox News. I would figure that everybody, oh, Fox News is Fox News that. Fox News took until yesterday to say, who's Joe Biden talking about when he says he's going to get in trouble? Uh, who, who's, who's over him? Uh, Derek, I'd like to know that too, my man. He says, I want to know when everybody's going to wake up. Tra- said that too on multiple occasions. He said, told not to take questions from certain reporters, and he always would do it anyways. Who do these people, I, I don't care if it's Trump. It, it, I didn't hear it that much in Trump. If you say, if, look, if you say he said it, then I want to ask him too. Who's in charge? I mean, there's a clip going around from the other day when he when he spoke to the press, when he said, "Well, that wasn't the question I was told you were going to ask." I guarantee. I, well, hold on a second. I guarantee that person that asked that question the other day will never be in the White House press room again because they went off script. Well, that's freedom of the press right there, isn't it? You you have to script. And, and by the way, I. Man, you know it. You know I hate this. You know I hate this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. This man has got the questions before they're asked. He knows on who to call because, and by the way, that's not a free press. If you have to submit your questions to the press secretary, she or her interns Maybe that gay one that was all over TikTok. I know he wasn't a real intern. It was a farce. But Jen Pusaki and her staff go through this, and they go, okay, these are the four or five questions you'll answer today. And Joe Biden studies those questions over, and somebody gives him the answers, obviously. That's not presidential. This was uh, at, at I'm not, FEMA. I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, on Afghanistan? I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, there's hundreds of Americans that are going to perish there, but he doesn't want to answer that. He doesn't want to answer that. Instead, you know what he wants to do? This is what he wants to do. He, uh, he spoke at FEMA yesterday, and thank God he's recognizing what happened in Louisiana. Now, hold on a second. Before I get to this, hold on. I got to circle this. Why has he not said one fucking word about the West Coast? I'm seeing images that I never thought I'd see. South Lake Tahoe has been evacuated. South Lake Tahoe, that's where all the casinos and shit are. 
because fires are raging there. I'm not, I'm not trying to put out the people in Louisiana. We've got stories about the Hurricane Ida coming up, I promise. How come nobody's talking about this? I saw somebody post something this morning that Lake Tahoe may never look the same ever again. Oh, it's not. Oh, oh no, it's burned down. By the way, good job saving those owls up there. Good job. Good job taking care of that place, Forestry Service. I know, I know your hands are tied by the EPA and by all the lovely environmentalists up there. I guess, I guess this will save the spotted owl a lot better than, than having people come in there and actually clean and pick up debris. This will just, just burn the owls to death which I think is a far more pleasant way to die, probably. See, with dementia, when you introduce new elements or environments, it furthers the speed of decay. When you keep that person in a familiar situation, it's maintained or slowed. Uh, Trump answered questions even if he did it poorly, which sometimes he did. I, I got to answer. Uh, the forest burning is part of the lizard man's plot to herd conservative-leaning people from rural areas to cities. Yeah. Uh, roast owl is pretty good, I hear. I mean, honestly, it's a joke. Let me see. What's this? First of all, we do believe that there is an important dimension of humanitarian assistance that should go directly to the people of Afghanistan. They need help with respect to health and food aid and other forms of subsistence. Then take care of your fucking self. When it comes to our economic and development assistance relationship with the Taliban, that will be about the Taliban's actions. It will be about whether they follow through on their commitments. Just stop. Just, Just stop. Why are we treating the Taliban... Like a government. I mean, they've taken over. They're terrorists. And now we're treating them the same as we would treat Angel Merkel, the leader of Germany. Boris Johnson, the leader of Great Britain. We're, we're treating them. We're treating them with kid gloves like we do Putin. Are we equating the leaders of the Taliban to that? Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, back to the story about Joe Biden. He decided that he was going to uh, speak about FEMA and the things that are happening in the Pelican State. And he had senior advisor Cedric Richmond, a former Louisiana congressman, who, by the way, happens to be black. Let's just see how this plays out. Good afternoon, everybody. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're going to get started, if that's okay with you all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here. Uh, uh, the FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, FEMA director Chris Wells, she, she's on. And I'm here with, uh, with my senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and, and New Orleans. Uh, Boy. Now, if you're saying, if you're saying, Arnie, that's not, that's not fair. 
No, it, it's fair. It, it, it's fair because I just want you to think if Donald Trump called a black person a boy. I, I Look, uh, I, I, I'm so tired of, of having to bring up the Trump thing in comparison. But this is a shit show when it comes. You, you can't deny it. It's a complete shit show. If, if Donald Trump called somebody boy who was black talking about Louisiana, front page news. Everywhere. Okay? If Donald Trump Jr. lost a laptop and video surfaced of him smoking crack cocaine while fucking a hooker came out, it'd be the end of the presidency. Nobody even asked this guy about his son. Why are we so nice to this guy? I, obviously, it's because, right, the media's in bed with that side. I mean, I'm, honestly, honestly. Look, I know how to get ratings. I know how to generate numbers. So this is what you do. You have the media fucking question this guy. You have him lose his shit because Joe Biden will lose his shit and people will watch. Isn't that what it's about? Isn't it about ratings, which equals dollars? I mean, I mean, let's, let's just go ahead and say, fuck the real story. Fuck the truth. Nobody gives a fuck about the truth. They're so embedded in their ideology or their wannabe ideology. Nobody gives a shit about the truth. Derek, I, I try to watch. Look, look, here's the thing. I watch Fox and I watch Newsmax and I, because I prefer the conservative side of news. It's just as slanted. It's just as slanted. It, 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 it's, it's honestly, watching the news now is, if you watch the conservative side, it's like watching a fucking action movie. If you watch the Democratic side, it's like watching a fucking rom-com. And I appreciate what you said, Derek. And, and I do watch those. I, I watch everything. I watch MSNBC when I really want to fucking hate myself and see that gigantic fucking dickhead, Rachel Maddow. Man, she has got some fucking balls on her. And, and they hate her. Even the liberals hate her so much. I saw the story last week. that they extended her contract and paid her more money, but she's getting less TV time. Are they afraid that she's going to go somewhere even more liberal? What, to Vice TV? Vice TV doesn't have the fucking money to pay her. Joe Biden is fucking calling a black man a boy in front of the media. He was criticized for this use during the 2020 campaign when he called now segregationist Senator James O. Eastland, called him son but never boy. Oh, this is so fucking good. Thank God people are calling him out. Uh, Yuri Bezmov was right about it. I don't know if any of you have watched the old video of him talking about how they insert Marxism. Yeah. I don't watch much actual television, but now that football is back, and I have been, I've noticed all the propaganda that I didn't miss all year. Oh, 
Well, it's coming back in spades. By the way, uh, Friday, uh, or Thursday, Thursday, uh, Joe Murphy's going to be on the show. We're going to be talking college football Thursday. Uh, real quick, uh, ask family, I'm going to give you this uh, to vote on right now. Now, do we wait until next Monday to start doing the Mount Rushmores of the NFL, or do we go ahead and start now? The, the choices are for Friday's Mount Rushmore. Do you want sodas or best quarterbacks, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? Because we've never done that. We've done the Mount Rushmore of goats, but we've never done, we've never, and, and then like, We can do defensive players on, on Friday, but Monday will, it will be quarterbacks, or do you want to do that Friday? Sodas or quarterbacks on Friday? Which one do you want? Hope everybody that voted for quarterbacks will still be here on Monday. Uh, we'll do sodas. Uh, that way we can set up an over-under of how many Raiders fans chime in. Tuck rule. We know Dave Co. will. So uh, this Friday we'll do sodas. Monday we'll do quarterbacks. And then uh, Cam Newton just got released. Oh, he's going to be a cowboy this afternoon. I'm telling you that right now. Because the the two backups for Dak, I, I, I heard these assholes. Let me, let me go on a quick tangent real quick. There's this one asshole who's been on the radio here since I was in high school. Guy by the name of Norm Hitchkiss. Norm Hitchkiss is, is the worst broadcaster I've ever known. And I don't know him personally, but he's everything I never wanted to be. Because he has this really, really shitty voice. I don't have a great voice, but his voice is high. And he always says, do you realize? He's like a, a, I don't even want to call him Southern because he ain't Southern. He is like the wish version of Andy Rooney. Perfect. I nailed that one. You ever ever wonder? You ever wonder? That was Andy Rooney. Norm Hitchcock goes, do you realize? I actually heard him say this one time. Steve, do you realize that the Texas Rangers, because he used to call all the Ranger games, the Rangers are 25 and 21 in Thursday night games against the Detroit Tigers. Motherfucker has stats he's pulling out of his ass that nobody gives a fuck about. I, I don't care how good their record is on a Thursday, you donkey. Well, this motherfucker was talking about the Cowboys the other day. And everybody's worried about Dak Prescott. Yeah, I agree, Douglas. Dak sucks. I, I, I don't think he sucks. I think he's a good kid. I don't think he'll ever win a Super Bowl. He, he might be a 9-7, and 10-6 and six quarterback his whole career. 
meaning he's a winner, but not really. But they were talking about Dak, and they're like, well, we don't think he's going to go 16 games this year. Well, that's lovely. I'm glad we signed him to a $40 billion deal. And they were talking about, well, the Cowboys all only have one backup on the roster. They're only going to have one backup on the roster? The other guy's on the practice squad? How about we have two? What happens if that backup gets hurt in the game? We're going to have a wide receiver playing quarterback? That's always good. Oh, fucking A. But seeing Cam Newton got released, Cowboys will go after him. And I think it's terrible. Yes, I agree. What a descent. Cam Newton's terrible. Horrible. All these people that are saying New England's going to be good this year, you got a rookie quarterback? No. No, 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 no. Actor Brian says, Douglas, my nine-year-old, yelled at his computer the other day because he said he hates the stop the recall ads. He yelled out, stop it with the recall ads. Our governor lets is a tool. Yes, he is a tool. He's evil. Uh, More shit that makes you go, what? Happened yesterday when this general came out and talked. Hold on, the computer's slow today. All right, so we got we got sodas Friday and uh, quarterbacks Monday. Okay, I can do that. Biden's national security advisor made a stunning admission when he said that terrorists in Afghanistan are looking to gain the ability to attack to attack United States soil. Bing Coop says the quarterback Mount Rushmore is Joe Montana four times. Look, I was working on the quarterback one in my head. You you can't talk about without, you know, Montana's got to be on there. Brady will be on there. You know, I I, I honestly, and, and I'm not doing this to kiss Dave because as there's a quarterback who I liked his style of play because he was just, he was just a dirtbag. But he won. That's Kenny Stabler, the snake. I, I, I think the snake is so underrated as a quarterback because he didn't have a strong arm. He was accurate as shit. But, man, oh, man, that bitch found a way to win. You got to like that. But, yes, I, 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 I'm working on I, I will have that all. I've got all the sodas already listed, so we're good to go on that. But now the Taliban is looking to gain ability to attack U.S. soil. Well, slap my ass and call me surprised. Well, I frickin' die! Now, you remember that soldier we played who made fun of all the good old boys? I tell you what, Taliban, why don't you come on over? I'm welcoming you. I'm inviting you. Why don't you start in Texas and then work your way up? We'll bear, I mean, we're taking all immigrants all the time under bridges here. Make sure you bring your kid. Steal a kid that's like four. Come on over. Learn a couple Spanish phrases. No habla ingles. That's all you got to say. Oh, oh, that wasn't, no, 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 V-Coop. That wasn't Barney. No. Golly. That was Goober. 
Surprise, surprise, surprise. I mean, really? The Taliban wants to come over on U.S. soil? Golly. You've got to be kidding me. I'm getting sent a bunch of stories during the show. Let's see. 88-year-old Georgia professor quits over student refusing to properly wear a mask. Okay. Well, we'll get to that a little bit later. No, oh, Derek, that's okay. You need Bar- Oh, that was Barney that said, yeah. We can also do a worse quarterback, Mount Rushmore. Fuck. Well, sorry, Raider fans. Todd Marijuanovich is going to be on there. It, I mean, and now we're giving them a nation, and that nation is Afghanistan. They're in charge of the country, okay? And the country's fucking money. Billions of dollars. They can, they can, they're, they're, they're pretty much self-funded now. (laughs) Taliban agents are easy to spot in Texas. Find a taco truck, park it in front of a Home Depot and say really loudly, Madre Dios, Jennifer Lopez is coming. The dude who doesn't jump is a terrorist. Hey, good morning, Hot Mama. How are you? Ooh, Jamarcus Russell. That's a good Okay. Hmm. Wait, let, let, let me add. Oh, let's wait. Hold See, the problem with the worst quarterbacks list is that we know all the ones. Like, I don't want to go in and put, you know, Steve Pallure in there or Babe Laughlinberg, Quincy Carter. Perfect pick. Oh, you know what I, you know what we could do? This is what we can do next week. You know what? Next week, just because it's the NFL season, we'll do this. You ready? You ready for this? On Monday, we'll do best quarterbacks. On Wednesday, that's right, we're going to bring it back on a Wednesday, a one-time deal, because it's the NFL. We'll do biggest draft busts, because Ryan Leaf will be on there. Biggest draft, Tony Mandarich, biggest draft bust, Jamarcus Russell. We'll go through that entire list. We'll do that Wednesday, and then Friday we'll do greatest defensive players. I like it. I like that a lot. I'll be busy working this weekend, but hey, I'll be working during the Longhorns game when and they announce the starters. Starters are freshmen. I like the kid who finished off the fucking bowl game last year. Kind of nervous. But yes, next week, three Mount Rushmores, all involving the National Football League. Oh, I like it. I like that a lot. Okay, good. Say, look at that. We're, we're talking terrorism and we come up with cool shit for football. By the way, anybody in the Lake Tahoe area, please get out. I, I know that's your stuff and everything up there, but man, oh man, this fire is bad. <laughs> Any Detroit Lions quarterback. Come on, Joey Harrington. And Matthew Stafford, now you got Goff, Jared Goff. Come on, things are changing in Detroit. 
Where's Jen? I hope she's okay. Yeah, so do I. Um, Texas going eight and four at the best this year. I'd take that first year of Sarkeesian. I'd take eight and four. I'd be pissed. One of those has one of the eight wins has to be against Oklahoma. It just has to. By the way, let, let, let me let me let me let me veer into uh, some fun talk. Bullshit, my friend. What? Detroit Lions? Oh, I know. Detroit, look, man. This is the one thing I will say about the Lions. At least they didn't have the opportunity to draft Tony Mandridge because the Green Bay Packers were a lot more stupid. The reason why the Lions got Barry Sanders is because Mandridge went to Green Bay. Harrison only says eight because that's how a Red Raider can count. Hopefully enough of California burns that uh, that next summer we can breathe during the summer. We'll see. Um, what was I going to look up here? Uh, the the yeah. oh, I don't understand. I uh, somebody needs to explain this to me. Um, why is Oklahoma so highly rated this year? I mean, I watched them play last year. They're number two in the country. Their quarterback's not that good. Unless he's gotten a lot better from last year. They're saying defense, their offensive, I'll give them that. Their offensive line is solid. But I don't understand a lot of these rankings. I Alabama being number one is kind of a, It's it's interesting. They're number one because they have Nick Saban. They have a fr- they have a brand new quarterback starting this year. Not many people know about him. Kid's already making almost a million dollars a year. But I I I I'm, honestly, and I hate saying this, I think Georgia's the best team in the SEC this year. Texas A&M has a new quarterback, too. They're ranked sixth. This is another kiss. And I have friends that are A&M fans. My buddy Jason, who fucking argues with me stupidly every fucking week or on, on Facebook about this. This is not going to be a great year for Texas A&M. Look, I, I, I honestly don't think the Longhorns are going to be that good this year. I think you give Sarkeesian a little bit of time, which Texas fans never do with their coach. He can't lose this weekend. That was Tom. That Tom Herman failed because he lost to Maryland two years in a row in the first game of the season. You can't do that. And I know the raging Cajuns are ranked twenty-three and the Longhorns are twenty-one. That's a game you can't lose. You got to blow them out. Got to. I, I mean, really, the raging Cajuns in the Sun Belt Conference. Really, come on. Oklahoma's being ranked. Everybody wants Oklahoma to be great. Everybody wants to believe in Lincoln Riley, the head coach. It's like believing in Cliff Kingsbury. By the way, Arizona Cardinal fans, get ready, because this season's going to be a shit show. Just telling you. All right. Back out of sports. Um, 
Let's talk about Louisiana right now. Uh, how Southwest Airlines is pretty much all airlines have canceled everything flying in and out. By the way, we have listener mail coming up today. <laughs> Hating on Oklahoma makes you smile. Cliff was a saint. You bite your tongue. Cliff Kingsbury sucked. Cliff Kingsbury wasn't much of a quarterback. He was an even worse coach. I I agree. Tech shouldn't have got rid of him there. Motherfucker never won anything there. All those Big 12 championships Tech doesn't have. Oh, whoops. Uh, Yeah, so here we go. Hurricane has forced Delta, American, Southwest. Why is the computer so slow? Uh, to suspend operations, mainly, mainly because ain't nobody in Louisiana got power. And they said this is the, the one, the thing that they're worried about aren't the pumps that take the water and pump it out of the city. Those don't work on electricity. No, it's the sewer system pumps that work on electricity. Oopsie-daisy. Might want to buy a generator or two. I don't know. When Kingsbury was born, his daddy took a look at him and swaddled and said, overrated. (laughs) The storm knocked out all eight lines of service. They have no idea when it's going to get back. They're hoping by early next week. I, look, man, this is part of living in Louisiana. It's part of living in that, in that belt down there. Uh, the sewage pumps don't work. That's shitty. Oh, hey, now, look who, look, somebody's in the house ready to play. <laughs> By the way, I, I just deleted the story. Pentagon, uh, wh- wh- how how did how is this written? Hold on, let me let me look up the the headline. Uh, okay. Pentagon acknowledges reports of civil casualties in U.S. airstrikes. Uh, and sorry, are bad. Oops, a cockle. Oops, a daisy. I I, I mean. Yeah, that, that's the shit that happens. The uh, Packers-Saints game, first game of the season, could be moved. I, it's a week from this Sunday, and they're talking about moving it. We'll see. Going through these, uh, okay, let's see. All right, so I did that one. Okay, Packers Saints gone done. Um, the only story that I looked at and was like, "Wow, is this story right here?" This story is, this is a Louisiana story. Seventy-one-year-old Louisiana man. From Saint Tamary Parish. The man. The man is actually from Slidell, Louisiana. He was missing. They found his body, sadly, in a shed outside his home in New Orleans. Several feet of water in there. Uh, what happened was, is I, I don't know what the dude was doing out there, but he was killed by an alligator. 
an alligator just came up and pretty much flat out just said, <laughs> Hey, Arnie, am I okay to email you later or tomorrow? I need someone to, uh, and you are the only person I know. You can talk, e- Email me right now because we're going to do listener mail today. So, Mark, email me now, and uh, I'll keep an eye out for it. Okay? Because uh, we got a lot of emails. So, yes, today would be the perfect day. If you have a chance to email me, please do it now. If you can't, then I'll read it tomorrow. I understand. Yeah, the alligator bit his arm off. It rotted his arm off. That sucks. If the hurricanes don't get you, the gators will. If the... If the hurricanes and rising water don't get you, those fucking gators will. That motherfucker's time was up. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, this just in. No need to get excited about this or, or anything like that. Just, just hold this in your head. Due to what happened recently in Afghanistan, you know, American pulling out, looking kind of like a scaredy cat, well, North Korea has restarted a key nuclear reactor. How about that? So we, we're letting a fucking crazy man restart a nuclear reactor to where he can build nuclear bombs that hit Hawaii and parts of the West Coast. Let me just, Joe, Joe, you're doing a hell of a job. That's all I got to say. Okay, I'll let you think it through, Mark. Uh, th- that's fantastic. This guy who looks like he wears a box on his fucking head, who's lost a bunch of weight because they don't know if he's sick or not. By the way, I don't care. They, 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 look here. Hear ye, hear ye. Let's get President States in there. First thing we do, wipe out the Middle East. And by the way, by the Middle East, I say start in Saudi Arabia. Fuck you. Done. Head of the snake cut off. Guess what? No funding to the rest of the shit of stands. Check. Number two. If I got to clean up the world, if that's my job as president, I got to clean up the world first, okay. Bam! Nuclear bomb right there on North Korea. Hey, China, what are you going to do? You're going to shoot one at us over North Korea? Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so, because you don't believe in your products either. Products made in your country suck. So why don't you just go back and and, and be your diminutive self? You've tried to poison the world. Then I'll go over there and meet with President Z. And on TV, I'll put him over my knee and spank that motherfucker. You need to treat your people better. <sighs> Isn't that fun, though, that, that North Korea is starting to make nuclear weapons again? I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that those people are back to work. But Americans, no, not so much. And I only got a couple COVID things today. Oh, I, and I have to do that. story. I'll do, I'll, I'll do the COVID shit before I get to the, this other story out of Texas, which is kind of COVID-related, if you will. 
I had never seen this story until this morning, and I went and got it fact-checked. And the claim is true, that in 2017, Dr. Anthony Fauci said, President Donald Trump will no doubt face an infectious disease outbreak, a.k.a. a pandemic, in the next few years. Well, he said it, it, that, that President Trump would be suffering from it. So in his presidency, they, they did through all the fact-checking and everything, and the ruling is true. The claim that Dr. Anthony Fauci in 2017 warned the Trump administration of the likelihood of an infectious disease outbreak is true based on research. It wasn't the coronavirus specifically, but a more general surprise infectious disease outbreak. That motherfucker can predict the weather. He should have, Dr. Fauci should have been telling him, people in Louisiana, how bad this is going to be. Three years before it hit. Isn't that interesting? Once again, follow the science, people. Follow that science. Every and anything that happens is by design. That's just the truth. Nobody is that dumb to pull what they just did in Afghanistan by being stupid. I explained this uh, to a friend of mine yesterday. For all these people that are saying, well, this seems to be done on purpose. Well, look, look. The truth of the matter is that Donald Trump, and everybody wants to blame this on Trump, this was not Trump's exit plan, okay? Exit plans change due to the president because it's his plan or her plan. Not that we've had a female president, but I don't want to be called a sexist. Okay? Bill Gates did the same. Okay, isn't that, isn't that weird? Surprise outbreak. Interesting. Donald Trump's plan, when he negotiated with them, because he did. I, I, I can't run from that. One of the negotiations was if any Americans uh, are, are killed or any, there are any American casualties, you're going to have to fucking face the, the blunt power of the United States. You know, that was taken off the table because, well, I know at least 13 Americans, one from Roseville. They were casualties. All the stuff that was left behind, this is what happened. That exit plan got changed. On January 20th or 21st, the exit plan was changed. I don't know what the original one said per se when it comes to equipment. This is what I truly think happened, honestly. And, and, and knowing our president, knowing and, and knowing what's important to these people that run the president, he's got a pandemic that he's got to worry about, okay? People aren't listening to him. So he's worried about that. He's worried about defunding the police all over the country. Large-scale riots, all this kind of shit. He's worried about that. I think Afghanistan was one of the last things on his mind until they said, Mr. President, we're only a couple months away from the pullout. We have got all this equipment over there. Oh, well, I'll get to that here. And, and look, I just think that he and his advisors on this, I think they were caught off guard because they ran out of time. 
all that shit that was left behind, there was going to be shit left behind for the Afghani people. And by the way, there were going to be American soldiers there. That made sure that bad things still didn't happen. Not a lot of them. It wasn't going to be thousands of them, maybe a couple hundred. They were going to be left behind to make sure everything is running okay. Biden changed that. All that shit was left. It wasn't left. It it was left on purpose because they were going to leave shit on purpose. They didn't want this to happen. Um, um, unless unless you want me to believe, and, and I'm going to have a hard time with this, that there are that many people in Washington, D.C. that want to see America turn into a third world nation. Because honestly, who would do business with us now? Who would want to be our ally now? We don't even get our own people, so what about your people? So the idea that this is all on purpose and everything, I, I, I can't get behind that one yet. I just can't. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not that much equipment, though. Only about $85 billion. U.S. taxpayers will gladly contribute more to make up for it. Oh, you're absolutely right, Straight Fire. Do I think we're going to leave that much stuff there? Probably not that much stuff. But this exit plan got changed. I don't know how good Trump's was. I don't know if it was going to shit the bed as well. We'll never know. Jenny Lynn says, whenever the government does anything, I play the guessing game. Pure incompetence or pure evil. That's not a bad game to play. So Fauci said that there was going to be some sort of uh, surprise virus. This isn't like a party. Surprise! <laughs> Look on the bright side. The American equipment we left behind has an agreement that only Americans use it. The Taliban voided the warranty so they get no technical support and repairs are out of pocket. Well, thank God they have billions of dollars worth of Afghans' money. Now, uh, speaking of COVID, McDonald's is preparing to close all dining rooms again. That's all. Dining rooms. They're going to start in areas with high Delta variant cases. And by the way, isn't that that special on their part that they can do that? You're talking about one of the most, well, one of the wealthiest corporations that's out there is McDonald's. They can do this. But the problem is that when lawmakers and when people who are in in power see, oh, McDonald's is shutting down, we got to shut everything down. I'm here to tell you, people, that third world nation I was talking about, it's right around the corner from happening. Because this country can't suffer another lockdown. Let me ask you parents out there. Here, I'll, I'll even give you time. What are you going to do when the school's close and you have to homeschool your kids again? Are you ready for that?
skin off my back. LOL. What, you mean I can no longer enjoy the wonderful atmosphere of a typical McDonald's with crazy people making stone hinges out of ketchup packets, kids smearing boogers across the ball crawl, and employees not knowing what the fuck they're doing? Fuck. Okay. So I guess it's not a big deal. That when McDonald's starts shutting them down, then everybody's going to start shutting them down. And then restaurants are going to shut down. And then guess what? Nobody will be working again. How great is that? I can't wait. I'm psyched. I am so psyched that you people have to stick at, stay at home with your kids and do in-home learning again. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what's going to happen. Hey, hey, hey. Can't have it both ways. Sorry. We start shutting shit down. School districts are going to say, we want to be shut down. We don't feel safe. Why are you putting us in an endangered position? And, of course, the government's will go, yes, we should shut. Fuck the Fort Worth School District just allowed at-home learning to start up again as a choice. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Disagree? I'll just leave this. Read what Agenda 21 and 30 have written in them. It's exactly what's going on right now. Better believe that at least 80% of these idiots in government want exactly what you're talking about. Total dominance and compliance and relying on them. Bye-bye, middle class. Hello, New World Order. The problem with New World Order is, is that, see, these people, and my D, I, look, I can't disagree. There are a lot of people that work in government that hate America, that think that we have too much. So if we stick, do we not really? I, I mean, I'm reading Ogre's thing. No, no, no. My son is just getting excited about school again. Yes, and that's, what it, that's the way it should be. But the problem is, let's say we shut down the McDonald's. It starts with McDonald's. And it goes to other corporations. And they can afford it because they can have their drive throughs open. They can afford it. But Sal's House of Italian or whatever the fuck local restaurant you want to go to that there's only one of, they can't. They can't afford it. So, But they gotta, they're going to have to shut down. Exactly. If McDonald's didn't have a drive through that'd be an issue. Hot Mama says, my kids struggle doing homeschool. A lot of kids struggle. And we're going down that road again. We're not fast-tracking it like we did last year. Now we're kind of going, wait a second, because we see the pitfalls that are in front of us. FYI, there's a rumor going around that more fast food places are shutting down because apparently it was profitable. When they, oh, it's very profitable. They don't have to have anybody there. Look, the, and the problem is that there's a Chick-fil-A down the street from my house. I know, shocking, less than a mile away. I, actually, it's like 0.9 tenths of a mile. They didn't open their, uh, their dining room until about three months ago. A, they couldn't get enough people back to work. And B, they kind of realized, hey, wait a second. If we just have to staff the drive-through and, and the kitchen, shit, we're going to make more money. Douglas, this isn't about fast food. This is about everything. Movie theaters getting shut down. Malls getting shut down again. Only, remember, remember this phrase, only essential businesses so Target, Walmart, 
Sam's, grocery stores, they're, they're going to be open. Restaurants, no, 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 no. And, and just because you don't eat fast food that much, I, I understand. I respect that. Good for you. You don't eat fast food. But when it will hit something you do use. It will inconvenience you. And I, I, I'm just... Restaurants were doing okay with reduced seating and a public concerted effort to support them. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's going to happen again. Because I don't think that they can afford any losses now. I was talking about fast food restaurants not having dining. Oh, okay, okay. All right, my bad, Douglas. Um, but th- this is just, this is the tip. This is why you don't ask what's next. First, they start with McDonald's dining rooms. Then it's other fast food places dining rooms. Then people are scared, and they go, well, you know what? We should all be at home. People at Google still haven't gone back to work. They can work from home, and they had to take a pay cut, unbeknownst to them. People at Apple, they have to go home and work there. Look, good for them, I guess, but what's after that? Oh, that's right, the schools. So, it starts with McDonald's. You know, the one place that won't close down is Subway. Subway will never close down. That fine restaurant. I mean, Jesus, they had a fucking pedophile as their spokesman for years. They're like bulletproof. Now, I'm going to tell you my jokes before I tell the last story, and then we'll get to mail. Uh, first joke today, I, I believe, V. Coop, you sent this one in yesterday. Hey, Hangtown Jen, good morning. How are you? Uh, I was thinking about you a lot last night with uh, all the uh, evacuations going on at South Lake. Are you okay? Are you safe? Are your kids safe? Is your husband safe? How's everything? Uh, Ghost says, my company just hired a guy from the Apple Data Center here in Reno. He got tired of being at home. Google is fucking stupid then. Working at home reduces overhead costs. They're not paying your electricity, bathroom visits, etc. My company, on the other end, is paying our internet, and they want us to stay at home to save space for other departments so they can work, can't, so other departments that can't ro- work remotely. Hmm. Well, they'll be working remotely soon. If not, I won't. Uh, so this one, the first joke is, what is Chris Brown's biggest hit? An uppercut to Rihanna. Uh, How do you know that they don't smoke pot in the Middle East? Uh, How do you know they don't like smoking pot in the Middle East? Apparently, burning the Quran gets you way more stoned. That's just funny. And how many cats does it take to paint a wall? Only one if you throw it hard enough. There you go. All right, final story here. Now, you're going to go, wait a second, how does this, oh, shit, I see how it does. Um, starting tomorrow in the state of Texas, State Bill 8 will take effect. And what it does is it pretty much bans 
most abortions. Now, you know I hate talking about abortion on this show. You, you know I hate it when they bring it up politically and things like that because I am of the choice that it's a woman's body and she can do with it what she wants, okay? I, 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 I think it's an okay conversation. But here we have a government telling you what you can do with your body, and people are against that. Well, that's really anti-American, isn't it? I mean, the government wants us to wear masks, but we don't want to wear masks. But they're telling us what to do with their body. The government, once again, telling women what they can and can't do with their body. Uh, God damn it, I didn't hear the answer to the pot joke. The answer to the pot joke is why they don't smoke marijuana in the Middle East. Because apparently, if you burn the Koran, you get way more stoned. Careful, Arnie. Pete is listening. Good. Um, if the law is not blocked by September 4th, abortion access in Texas will come to an abrupt stop. Now, once again, this is one of those things, like, I think people have to go through their checklist in their head, and they have to say things like, what will I say? Let's say that they are religious, and I'm not trying to upset any non-religious people listening to the show right now. What are they going to say to their maker? The maker was able to give them a life to grow in their belly, and they pretty much, you know, flushed it out. It's their choice. They're fine. They have to make peace with that in their mind of what they're going to tell their maker. Kind of like going back to the Chris Kyle movie with Bradley Cooper, saying he's ready to uh, to talk to his maker about all the lives he took. But now the state of Texas isn't even giving you a choice. And I see this as going to be a very hot-button issue, especially at election time. Opponents have warned that the law could also provide a backboard, a backdoor to the other civil rights, such as gun rights or free speech. I, I'm, I'm nervous about this, but I just want to, all these women that are walking in the street, it's my choice, my body. If you're one of these people that throw the mask at people, you better, you better get out of that fucking abortion fucking march. Because you don't like the government telling you what to do with your body. But you're going to tell people to wear masks. Oh, God. The hypocrisy in America is delicious. Oh, it, 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 it's so refreshing. It's like, it, it's like you've been out mowing the yard. And it's all hot. And it's all fucking nasty. And you're thirsty. And you're like, man, what could I go for right now? I could go for some hypocrisy here in America. There's a, oh, God, looks like fallopian tubes with the don't tread on me snake on it. And I see people wearing masks at this outdoor rally and then people not wearing masks. I wonder if anything was said to this frumpy chick in the mom jean shorts in the mom jorts. Uh, can you please put a mask on? We're outside picketing. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, all right. 
Phone number, 775-357-FANS. That is the nombre. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. If you want to write a letter to the show, let's see. Uh, Mark, write it in. Let's see. Got to go check. Got to go check. Got to go check. Nope. Not in. Okay. No problem. Going through the emails here. All right. Uh, we'll take, I've got a question. If you're supposed to work in an office, but office is closed due to fire, town is evacuated, you also have the ability to work from home, half for 18 months. Do you, one, take the day paid because the county closed your office? Two, go home and work. Conversely, the office is closed due to fire, and you're not scheduled to work in office. Do you, one, Get the day off because it's closed or to work at home. I ask this because this is my situation and I'm working, but I have a coworker who insists we do not work yet get paid. Well, I, you know what? I like that question. That's a great question. And that all depends on you. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, working in America? What do you, What would you do? I would do some work. Look, if my office had been evacuated and I can work from home. Now, this is me assuming. And, you know, if I assume I'm making the mistake there. Um, I would work. I would do some work because I don't think it's necessarily a day off. I know I can't come into the office, but that's just me, too. Honestly, let, let, let me tell you, I, I am in such a bad mood in my head right now, and I'm not going to go into what it's about. Um, my depression is kicking in. I cried myself to sleep last night. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit that. I cried myself to sleep last night. I hit my snooze alarm three times this morning. I never hit the snooze. Never. I didn't know if I could fucking just gird it up to do the show today. Today's not my day off. I got to go to work. I'm, I'm not saying that if the depression gets worse, which it possibly could today, that I'm going to be here tomorrow. There's not a 100% guarantee that. There's not a 100% guarantee that I'm going to be here tomorrow short of a car accident. So, Hangtown Jen, it's up to you. Would you do you want to be the employee? That just sits at home, does nothing all day, and gets paid. I mean, that's a pretty good gig. If your boss calls you and says you don't have to work, then you don't have to work. I would do something because that's going to get me ahead. That's me. Uh, it's so more simple in Afghanistan. If you protest, you'll probably get beaten shot. If you're a woman, you have all the rights that are, you are entitled under Islam. Must be nice. Uh, I would work if it was me. Douglas says, well, I'm working, but co-worker who has been here for over 20 years said she isn't working and is being on uh, shows I am working, and it looks like a conflict in the office. She wants me not to work. She your boss? Because if that gal who's been there for 20 years ain't your boss, next time promotions come out, look, these are the things that bosses pay attention to. At least they used to. I, I don't know. 
they used to pay attention to the people that were were overachievers, the people that were the go-getters, if you will. They used to pay attention to them. I don't know if they still do or not anymore. Thank you, Straight Fire. I appreciate it. Uh, my old job paid employees in Florida when they had hurricanes. Okay. Yeah, it, it Douglas nailed it here, hang down, Jen, because you're going to make her look bad. It's all about her. She don't want to look bad. She don't want to look bad that you're working. Now, <laughs> Brian says, now they just pay attention to your skin color and sexual preference. Sadly, so true. <laughs> An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day Up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Yippee-i-o Their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat He's riding hard to catch that herd But he ain't caught them yet Cause they've got to ride forever On that range up in the sky All the horses snorting fire As they ride on, hear their cry Riders looked on by him, he heard one call his name If you want to save your soul from hell riding on our range Then cowboy, change your ways, if they are with us you will ride Trying to catch the devil's herd Across these endless skies Yippee-i-o
Living on the road, my friend Was gonna keep you free and clean And now you wear your skin like iron And your breath is hard as kerosene Weren't your mama's only boy But her favorite one, it seemed She began to cry when you said goodbye Back to your dream Poncho was a bandit boy His horse was fast as polished steel He wore his gun outside his pants For all the honest world to feel well, Poncho met his match, you know On the deserts down in Mexico Nobody heard his dying words Oh, but that's the way it goes All the federalists say They could have had him any day They only let him slip away Out of kindness, I suppose Sing the blues all night long like he used to. The dust of Poncho bit down south, ended up and left his mouth. The day they laid poor Poncho low, the lefty split for Ohio, where he got the bread to.
Radio.com. Ready, get set, go! The Artie State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, Hang Town Jen says, we got to go back. Uh, Let's see. uh, Not my boss. She's been here longer in different department, actually. It's a hierarchy thing. I'm ahead of her. I have the higher title. Well, then keep doing your work. Be true to yourself. That's, That's the true answer there. V. Coop has given me a couple jokes. I can't tell. I... The second one, I'd, I'd love to tell it, but it involves sex, and they'd seem to nail me whenever I do the sex jokes, even though, and I'm talking about TikTok. Yesterday, there was a TikTok video out there of a guy who had a fake nutsack. He shows it to the camera, hairy nutsack and all, and fake blood, and he was going to scare his grandmother or something. And I reported it because I wanted to see what they would say. That post is fine. They didn't remove it whatsoever. They come after my jokes all the fucking time. Um, Jen says, I'm all good for now. Poor mom has been stuck out here since day one of this fire. I'm most worried about our cow and llamas at mom's house. They're stuck there. Animal control has been nice enough to check on them daily and feed them until we get back there. And here in Tahoe, I'm just in shock, really numb right now as the fire crests the hill and comes raging down the mountain at us, just kind of numb over it. Yeah. I, I mean, these are real problems. The People out there, look, people in Louisiana have real problems. People's problems are real. No matter if it's big to you or not, it's big to them. There's a lot more people involved in Louisiana and Lake Tahoe. It's one reason why I was able to come in. Christopher said something really nice. He said, I've been struggling too, bud. Uh, I'll be strong for myself if you promise to be strong for yourself. Love you, pal. Well, I love you too, buddy. Um, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just, I'll just talk about it now because I, I don't have the answer in front of me yet. I'm very excited. I always get excited about my birthdays. This year was going to be probably one of the greatest birthdays ever because we're going to do a stand-up show. and It was going to be a fucking fun night. A couple weeks ago, I checked on ticket sales. Now, I I didn't have this at at big comedy clubs or anything like that. I had it. it, It's at the IMAX because I wanted it on my birthday. I could have done it like on that Wednesday at, at, at Laughs Unlimited, but can't do that now. And ticket sales suck. Ticket sales about a month and a half ago. I'm not kidding with this number. 21. I sold 21 tickets in a 300-seat venue. I need 82 to break even to rent out the, the place, okay? Not to mention the flights, hotels, and, and these fires, they're causing the fucking hotel rooms in Sacramento to skyrocket in price. Skyrocket. You want to tell me why it cost $180 to stay in North fucking Highlands? I got to be there for five nights because I'm getting my teeth fixed at my dentist, too. And I was supposed to be in a movie. 
I was supposed to be filming. Remember, remember when Marcus Allen? Remember when Marcus Allen called me on the air and said I got the part that I auditioned for? Not a big fan of his because he's off that week. I was hoping that I would get a chance to at least be interviewed by him and him promote the show. He says, you can have my social medias. Mark, I'll take your social medias. Um, and um, that's great. Thanks. Oh, I'll promote your show. I'm not going to say all the things I've done for him, but because I don't do things in, in return for favors. I'm waiting to get what the updated ticket sales are. And I have to say this. If they aren't good, we're only a couple weeks away. Now I was going to say, like, I got coronavirus or something and take that entire week off and I couldn't travel. No, I'll cancel the show. And I don't want to. I have worked my ass off on this show. And I think it's really, really funny and I think it's really awesome. But I'm not going to lose up to five grand on this weekend. And after seeing what the hotel prices were last night, I I was devastated. You don't have to buy extra tickets, Jen. I, I appreciate what you're saying. I'm supposed to get an email here sometime this morning about where the updated seats are. I'm hoping, and I, I've done my best promoting it. Ain't no radio station going to have me on to promote the show. Ain't no radio station going to promote my show. TV, my only TV source, well, he shit the bed. If I can figure out, uh, brother, if you figure out a way to charge pay-per-view screaming, I'm fucking there. That, that's my only hope, and uh, maybe Young Harm will know, or maybe Ratburger will kind of know how, to, how I can stream it and get paid through that. It's not about getting paid. It's, it's about not going broke. I mean, that, that, that's the part that, that sucks the most. Because I want to do this, and, and honestly, if, if I make $20 out, fuck, I'm going to make that much money from stealing from DXL and Sunglass Hut while I'm there. Oh, I'm making at least $900 worth of shit while I'm there, if we go. Harrison says, I've been feeling down too, Arnie. I went to the ER with heart palpitations last week due to the stress and anxiety of starting with the Attorney General. I'm doing better, but I felt down that the week or two. Yeah, look, look. That's why I never negate anybody's problems, because they're real problems to them. Harrison, I suffer from PVCs, too. I learned some cool ways recently to help calm the body and reset uh, the vagus nerve, if you're interested. That's awesome. Thank you, Ogre. Mark says, I'm struggling, too, and I'm losing the fight uh, for the last year. Yeah, to be honest, I'm weak and lost. Hey, hey you, this is the thing that nobody wants to talk about, but everybody should talk about. The most important thing is mental health. Now, I, I have tools now that I can combat it with. My, my favorite tool is to sleep. Because I don't have to think then. Because depression and all this anxiety stuff, it weighs on you and it weighs on you. 
until you finally do hit that breaking point. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I have an important work meeting. Hopefully update on the fire from inside the co county curtain. I'll be back. Want to hear more? Douglas says, I'll pay for streaming. Let, let, let me work on it. I'll, that, that'll be my next job today is to figure out the streaming for it. If I can stream it, then, then I think we might have an okay time. Now, I, I have no idea. What does, what, what do they get? I, I'm not going to fucking Jake Paul you in 60. I, is this like a, a $20 thing? Is it $10? I, I have no idea. Mark, I, I've gotten to the breaking point. I, Mark, I've gotten past the breaking point before. And let me just tell you, Mark, it can get better. And it will get better. I know that this, this, this show that I have set is not going to be the end of me. Okay? I know that. It just sucks dealing with it. It's a real problem. And I get down on myself. And I question myself. And that's the main thing. I just need to hear the jokes. I'll pay the full price. I ain't going to charge the full price. Maybe we'll do 20 bucks. I, I, let me figure it out today. Let me work on it. You guys are making me a little happier. Straight Fire says, let's all buy extra tickets and fuck that, Arnie. I have a new car, or you could drive for full five days, a really nice place for you to stay if you're up for that. I really hope it all works out. Well, I, I, I do too. And it'll all work out eventually. It's not like I'm throwing this material away. But let me work on it. Let me get back to it. Let me get through this shit. I mean, when you hear 21 tickets, that's a kick to the balls. When you know that you still have the record at the Silver Legacy for tickets sold. And those tickets were only $5 cheaper than these tickets. Uh, I know it sounds weird like yoga, but I can attest the shit helps. That and some meditation and self-reflection on anxiety. I now do these things, these exercises every night. I'll just keep it to myself. It's my issues, not everyone else's. Well, that's what I did before, and I, I, was, I was wrong for doing that. But, hey, if that's what gets you through, then that's what gets you through. Didn't get me through. That got razor blades stuck in my hands. I'm nowhere near that. But it's the same road. It's the same road. Mark, I don't know what your issues are. I don't know what your problems are. If it's something to do with some something in your past that you've dealt with and you struggled with, there are places to go that people can listen to you talk anonymously. In front says, we love you, Arnie. I want to be there, but I'll be out of town that weekend. Keep pushing, brother. I will. I, I still do. But enough about that. Enough of uh, of down talk. Let's uh, let let's go to mail, shall we? Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, mail, by the way, brought to you by JS Floors, the best in the West. The hell with the rest. You know what the rest like to do? The rest like to they like to make fun of you in your depression state. They actually push down on you. 
These people that do the other floors, yeah, they're buying tickets to other shows around town that night. That's what they're doing. Not Jazz Floors, though. You know what Jazz Floors does? They put in floors. They bust their ass, and they put in floors. Give them a call at 775-267-4123. All right, uh, let's go to mail, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, This was sent to me by Addict O'Brien and says, if this is true, this is Mom of the Year. And it was a story written by Gracie Schwartz. It's entitled, Yes, I Bought My 10-Year-Old Daughter a Dildo, and That's Perfectly Okay. (laughs) Unlike a lot of mothers in my suburban community, I have no problem talking to my kids about sex. In fact, I'm very comfortable talking honestly, openly, and non-judgmentally about it. I was raised by a stylish diva mom of the Mad Men era, twice divorced. She was slightly embittered but equivocal when she told me flatly, sex is the one thing that can give you that will make you happy. The female orgasm was an act of pride and rebellion. It was her brand of feminism. So when my daughter turned 10, I knew it was her time. By the way, the last line of this is so good. I knew it was time to give her something that she would help her achieve that sexual bliss. We've all come to love. I selected a few body-safe platinum silicone schlongs from my hours of procuring the web, gave her the talk, and let her make the choice. It eventually came down to two dildos, a smaller flesh-colored vibrating dildo, and a large, dark-skinned, ultra-realistic model. Privately, I was overjoyed. This is the last line. Privately, I was overjoyed when she chose the diverse one (laughs) because I knew the inclusiveness coaching we took last year had gotten through to her. (laughs) So she took the big black dildo. She went black, and she did not go back. No, no, she did not. Oh, my God. Over 200 reports of ear sex have been confirmed so far, prompting a new slogan. Once you go black, you go deaf. (laughs) Thank you, Tom Tucker. Tom Tucker, you get me through the hard times. Oh, man, that is truly mom of the year right there. Buying your 10-year-old a dildo. (laughs) Is this the story of your out? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's just too good. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. If the bigger one was white, wouldn't they? that that inclusive training was worthless? Uh, She's going to pretend they're the New York Knicks. Oh, God, that's one of the funniest family guys ever. When Meg takes that package of hot dogs and says, ooh, I'm going on a date with the New York Knicks. That and when she queefed in front of Stewie in the tub. Those are, the, those are two of the greatest moments in Family Guy history. Sorry, Fire says, size doesn't matter. My ass, right, ladies? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Next mail here is from uh, Dean. It says, Dear Arnie, my name is Dean, and I'm new to the show. I think that you offer a really different type of show to where not everyone is yelling at everybody and has a voice, even if you agree or disagree with you. What, in your opinion, can be done actually to raise the next generation? Since this woke attitude is the only thing being taught right now, how do we parents avoid people believing that Elder is a black-white supremacist? Oh, the, the guy running for, uh, for governor of California. I've seen this a number of times. They're calling this man a black-white supremacist. That, 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 that's a, a comedy bit. I, I mean, honestly, somebody has taken the Dave Chappelle show and run amok with it. Clayton Bigsby was a blind white supremacist. It was a joke. It was a gag. It was one of the funniest things that was ever on TV. And now they're trying to paint this guy because he's conservative as being a white. I want you to think about that. Being conservative in California today means you're a white supremacist. You don't even have to be white. That's one, that, that's one qualification that's needed in white supremacy is actually being white. See, I've seen enough shows. I've heard enough interviews with these morons. They talk about pure Aryan blood. I don't think any white supremacist groups in California are going to back, I was going to say black, but back, what's his name, Larry Elder? I I really don't see that happening. Well, well they they back Trump. Well, they back Trump because Trump was white. I don't think they jumped behind Barack Obama. There is that photo I sent you of a white supremacist Larry Elder doing blackface. Yeah, that was funny from the Babylon. That was hilarious. This woke thing is taking off because we allow it to take off. Everything that happens in society happens because we allow it to happen. And I'll tell you why we allow it to happen. But let's start in the workplace. Hangtown Jim brought it up perfectly this morning. And Hangtown Jim went to work anyway. She didn't really let it bother her. She says, I'm going to work. You know, there's a couple people that work in the office, whatever building or office. I say office, but it can be store, restaurant, wherever you work. There's a few people there. Let's call them the silent minority. Okay, And nobody wants to cross them because they're ass-kissers to the boss. You cross them, you're going to get turned into the boss, and you're going to get in trouble. There's only a few of them. So instead of turning around and telling them to shut the fuck up and then telling the boss what's really going on, people have too much shit going on in their life. They don't have time for that, so they just don't say anything. And when you don't say anything, then that side starts to get their way. And it continues to get their way. Because people then are too afraid to be called names. I said it a long time ago on the radio. I don't care what names you want to call me. You want to call me a racist. You want to call me a bigot. You want to call me all these things because of what I believe in. 
fine. You go right ahead with name calling. Because I remember at an early age, the phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We've allowed this silent minority, and I'm talking surely numbers, not color of skin. We've allowed the silent minority through our silence to allow words to hurt us. I don't like being called names, but somebody calls me a name, guess what? I'm going to give it back tenfold. So, Dean, your new listener here, this is what I say. Speak your mind. Don't care. I, don't fucking give a shit what other people think. And if you're called out for it, you tell your boss. You go, hey, this is the way I believe. It doesn't interfere with what I'm doing here at work because you got a bunch of fucking tattletales sitting around. That's what it all comes down to. Stand up for yourselves. Uh, I got to work every day, most days early, or staying late. I don't only do uh, my job, but help other departments out if I can. I don't kiss no ass, nor do I expect a bad saying, look at me. I'm there to get paid, not to kiss ass. Yes, absolutely. And make sure you sign up to pay the $2.99 a month for the show. Dean, it's worth it. Thank you, Straight Fire. She doesn't realize the Babylon satire. Facebook doesn't do that. Okay. Uh, right? Just like uh, how you said yesterday that my white supremacist nine-year-old wouldn't be accepted by them because I'm not white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing to me. And, and that's perfect right there. Uh, my friend's mom thought it was a real story. Because people, and this, this is the other thing. This is the other thing that allowed that silent minority to get their way. I always see this asked on, on Facebook. What's the best invention that's turned out the worst? My answer is always the same, social media. Social media is a motherfucker. Social media sucks dick. I have to use it to promote my show, to let people know I'm still there and they still don't know I'm here. And I have to put up a bunch of shit and I have to go on TikTok and do jokes. I'm 50 fucking years old. Why am I on TikTok? I hate it. But it is a necessary evil for what I choose to do for a living. I could go work at, at, at a fucking car wash, never be on social media again. I like what I do here. I'm pretty good at what I do here. Been doing it for a long time. I am in a Hall of Fame. I don't know if there's a Car Washers Hall of Fame. I may, maybe I'll check into that. Because that's about all I'm qualified to do besides this job. And when you start letting those, those mousy people take over, that's why I fight back on Facebook now. I'm, I, I'm tired of the shit that when I post something and, and somebody wants to question me on it, I fucking have the facts for them and I put it right there. Nine times out of ten, they delete all their fucking comments. Why? Because the truth is out. They are cowards. They are cowards that were bullied in school that never stood up for themselves. I've been told that I'm one of the biggest bullies in the world. Okay, I'll live with that. You want to know why? 
Because my ass was bullied through school. I was fat. Girls didn't want to fucking go to dances with me. Why? Because I was fat. So I had to make myself stand aside, stand apart, and I became the funny guy. Then people wanted to hang out with me. Okay. But I stood up to those people. That's where I used my humor, to stand up to those people. Telling them, yes, I will sit on you after I get done sitting on your mom. At an early age, I was doing the mom jokes. Because when your father looks at you and says, why are you crying? And you tell him, you tell your hero, because kids called me fat. And your hero looks at you and gives you the greatest advice ever. Says, Arnie, you are fat. You can either change it, you can put up with the name calling, or you can fight back. Fuck no, I ain't going to change it because I like Dr. Pepper too goddamn much. So I fought back. And that's what I tell people. Fight back. Stand up for yourself. It's okay. I don't care what your, your position is on anything. I don't care. I, I, I love spirited debates on this show. Stand up for yourself. I respect this shit out of that. We don't have to. I don't know when this all became a thing. That we all have to agree on everything. It's never been that way on this show. You don't have to agree with me or, I, or I, 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 I don't talk to you or I'm not your friend anymore. This is a show. I'm doing entertainment here. Okay? If, if people want to continue doing things and I don't agree with it, I'm going to tell you I don't agree with it. You tell me you do agree with it. You and I can go back and forth. That's fine. But Dean, stand up for yourself. Don't let this silent minority ruin America anymore. Because I think they've done a great job so far. But that's just me. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, what is your initial reaction to when you find stories like you did the teacher who has kids pledging to the gay flag? I about spit my Red Bull all over my desk when you read that. How is it that your house is not completely destroyed when you find these stories from David? Well, Brad, a kid would kill me if I destroyed the house, so I ain't going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Addict to Brian, before I get to this later, you're exactly right. Since I like fried eggs on tamales with extra hot sauce, you have to like that too. No, I don't. No, I, I, I don't. You get it. You be you. I like ketchup on my tamales. Yeah, I said it. I like ketchup on my tamales. One of the funniest things ever. First time Braddy Kid got to meet Tommy. Braddy Kid loves chicken fried steak, but never gets it with gravy. Now, I give her shit all the time about that. And, by the way, rightfully so. Who eats chicken fried steak without gravy? And I'll never, ever forget, we went to lunch with Tommy. We were looking at houses down here, and we went to this place called Cotton Patch. One of the best chicken fried steaks out there. She ordered the chicken fried steak. (laughs) It said, no gravy. I've never seen Tommy's head move that fast. What? 
Now, Tommy didn't get up and walk out, or he didn't pour gravy on her plate. He thought it was weird. It's okay to be weird and different. It's what makes us us. I'm not going to be one of these people who say, don't conform. That, that, that's overused. Conform, oh, conformity is it. That, that, that's overused. Let me just say this. Be you. If you want to eat tamales, and Tommy does not hate you for it, please stop saying that because I will end up losing my friend. Adio mio. What the fuck? You're banned from tamales. That's the way I was introduced to him as a kid. Look, look. Look, look. My dad liked tamales, okay? Now, he didn't like traditional tamales. The tamales he liked are in a can. I know, I know that. Look, but to get my dad to eat something ethnic like that was an act of God because my mom and I love Mexican food. My dad hated it, but he would eat tamales in a can. And he introduced that to me, and he put ketchup on it, and I tried it, and I loved it. So, I mean, (laughs) yes, I eat tamales with ketchup on it. I'm sorry. Uh, The Hormel ones, yes, the Hormel ones. Oh, those are so good. I'm not a gravy fan, Brian says. Those canned tamales are gross looking. Yeah, but they are fucking awful good tasting. That's like putting barbecue sauce on a Fletcher's corny dog. Blasphemy. It's untexted to have chicken fried steak without gravy. Well, hey, look, look. This is the whole thing. This is what makes us us. You get to be you. I get to be me. I'll put ketchup on my tamales until the day I die. There are people that put, look, I love eggs. I love eggs. I love fucking fried eggs, egg on toast. My, my new addiction is poaching eggs. Love poaching eggs. I know plenty of people. Scrambled eggs aren't my favorite, but I'll eat them if I have to. There are plenty of people that put ketchup on their damn eggs. What the fuck? But, hey, that's you. Do it. Enjoy it. If that's what's going to make you enjoy that meal, then go ahead and enjoy that meal. <laughs> well, who the fuck doesn't get gravy on chicken fried steak? That's Braddy Kid, but that's okay, though. That's what makes her her. Yes, she does sometimes dip it in mustard, which, oh, it cringe, I, I cringe, but hey. I, A1 and gravy on my chicken fried steak, fucking good. How about salsa on scrambled egg? I've had that. I've had that. Canned tamales look like fetuses, aborted fetuses. Well, then I know what they taste like. Fucking A, I'm going down to Planned Parenthood to see if they got any. Um, Guess I'm odd then. I like Whataburger spicy ketchup on my scrambled egg. No, look, look. You're not odd. You're odd to me. That's it. There are plenty of people. Look, look, Andrew, this is the funny thing. is, And, and I know you get there are plenty of people out there that will they'll cover their eggs with all kinds of ketchup and shit. Hey, fine. I, I, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to say anything. Even if I make the scrambled eggs and you want to put ketchup on it, you go right ahead. Corn tortilla tacos with cheese and ketchup. Derek, okay. Hey, man, hey. People, look, I used to make this concoction when I was a kid. This is one of the reasons why I was so goddamn fat. 
I called it white trash. Uh, later in life, I called it this because I didn't know what white trash was when I was a kid. I was just white trash. I used to get a hunk of cream cheese, Philadelphia cream cheese, take you off a good slice of that and put it on a graham cracker, and that is white trash cheesecake. It was good. I liked it. I have been known to drink syrup right out of the bottle. Haven't done that one for a long time because that one kind of hurts the throat. Uh, daughter says that's disgusting, but my daughter loves it also. Yeah. Salsa or ketchup on eggs is good. If you like that, then yes, you like that. Recently found out that Arnie loves watching the waiter's expression when I ordered chicken fried steak. So far, Tommy holds the best. Re- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I know she's getting chicken fried steak, I just look at the fucking person. Let her order first and look at them. It, it, and by the way, it's like nine times out of ten, the reaction is what I'm pay, I, I'm looking for, and, and I get it. I get it a lot. Christopher says, Arnie, fat guy question. Have you ever put melted butter on your scrambled eggs? No. No, I have not. See, there's something that Braddy will not let me live. Live down. I like to put butter on my fucking cinnamon rolls. She finds it crazy. She asked every one of my friends. She asked Brian that the other day before I even started the show with it. Just because other people don't do it doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to be me. And we used to accept that about one another. But now we call each other out on those things, and we hold it against them. I know nobody's holding it against us. By the way, it's Bubba's job to destroy the house. Yes, Dave Coe, and he does a grand job of that. Almost daily, I take three strawberries, take a Philly cream cheese packet, squeeze it on them, and eat them. There you go. There you go. It's like strawberry cheesecake happening. Look, I I could give you all the quirky shit that I... uh, Let let me give you my tuna salad recipe. You guys are going to fucking gag on this one, so you get a can of bumblebee or whatever, chicken of the sea. For every can, you use a tablespoon of mayonnaise. All right, so one can, one tablespoon. Now, there was a guy that worked with my mom that, that was allergic to mayonnaise, so that motherfucker had to use mustard. There is nothing grosser in this world than tuna salad made with mustard instead of mayonnaise. But I digress. So I get Chick, uh, not Chick-fil-A sauce, I just read something. So you get the, the tuna, the mayonnaise. Then you can use celery. This is my recipe. I put celery in there. Onions. Got to have a little bit of crunch in there. So you got the celery and the onions. I like a little bit more crunch. So you know what else I put in there? I put in apples. I put in hard-boiled eggs. And the thing that takes it over the top good is raisins. Yep, if you eat if you eat tuna salad that I've made, and I haven't made tuna salad in forever. You eat my tuna salad, I'm just going to tell you right now, there are going to be raisins in there, there's going to be hard-boiled eggs in there, and there are going to be apples in there. Mom used to put pecans in there, but I hate fucking pecans. Pecans go nowhere near fucking tuna salad. Yuck. A delicious recipe is getting a tub of Chick-fil-A sauce and licking your way out. Oh, I agree. That shit is crack. Melted butter on your eggs is fucking good. You need to be careful not to add too much, though. Okay. 
Raisins, you're such a hunky. I am a hunky. But hey, that's the way I like it. There you go. I love Granny Smith apples and walnuts in my tuna salad, just like Mom used to. Exactly. See? I, I, I don't like nuts in there. I'll put the apples in there and the hard-boiled, the, the, the raisins, that, that's my salvation. So there you go. <laughs> my daughter just scrunched her face and <laughs> said, you are so white. I am. I ain't going to pretend I'm not. I'm a white guy that can fucking dance. So there you go. Uh, all right, next mail here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Ah, uh, but she eats menudo. Ain't that fucking brain? See, I, I look, y'all can say it tastes good and everything. I've tried it. I didn't like it. Mainly because I couldn't get the component of it being brain out of the way. Double-double animal style, add Chick-fil-A patty and Chick-fil-A sauce. Ooh. Ooh, boy, that's a couple stops, but, man, that sounds worth it. Uh, Arnie, how is it that your show doesn't get the national attention that it should? Yeah, I don't know. Raisins in your salad, in your tuna salad? Are you sure you're not from Fresno? People here add raisins to everything. Oh, I'm sorry, menudo is tripe and feet, not brain. Okay. Yeah, that's even worse. I've tried tripe. Tripe is fucking gross. Ugh. Stomach. Ugh. I've tried it. It's like okra. Can't stand okra. People go, how are you from the south? You don't like fried okra. Well, I don't like fried okra because it's gross. I've tried it. I've tried Brussels sprouts. All you motherfuckers, oh, you haven't had mine. I don't need to have yours. I know that I hate Brussels sprouts. Well, I'd wrap it in bacon. Well, that's fucking great. Way to ruin bacon for me. And by the way, this is going to blow everybody away. Are you ready for this? I've got an announcement to make. Bacon is not the end-all, be-all. I just got to get that out. Everybody wants to put bacon on everything. And I let uh, who am I? I'm not gonna. I prefer. I don't like bacon on my burgers. I I like bacon as bacon. That's how I like bacon. I don't need bacon salt. I don't need bacon this. I don't need bacon that. I'm cool with it. everybody else loves bacon. You want to wrap? You want to wrap a Brussels sprout? I tell you what. How about if you wrap a Hershey's Kiss with bacon? Then I might like that. But Brussels sprout? No. 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 Harrison's, you know what's better than a double-double animal style? Anything from Waterbird. Now, Harrison, we got to talk about something. I've noticed something about, and, and Andrew, you too, all my Texas people here. Tommy brought this up on one of the last shows he was on, and he's right, and it's painful to say. Since that Chicago company has bought Waterburger, I got to say, Waterburger's changed a little bit. I mean, they're still big. They're still delicious. Don't get me wrong, but it's changed. Service is a lot worse. The quality, like when you when you bust it out, you, it's kind of a mashed down burger now, and you're like, wait a second. Mm-mm-mm. 
The consistency, uh, like the the consistency at the Whataburger by my house is there. They consistently suck and fuck up my order, so I don't go there. There's one in Garland. It's about five miles away. They suck too. There's one over in Wiley that I go to. It's not bad. But Whataburger has started to to uh. I don't want to say go downhill, but I, I've noticed a change. Still better than In-N-Out for now. Oh, for me, yeah. I want the jalapeno burger again from Whataburger. Uh, I had the buffalo chicken strip sandwich from Whataburger the other week, and it was amazing. Haven't noticed a decline yet. Well, good. Well, you're still in Austin. you got a bunch of hippies down there running the Whataburger, so you're good. All right, let's get to this mail here. Arnie. How is it your show hasn't gotten the national attention it should? I mean, you really do put on a great show. Thank you. And say things I know people steal from you. Yeah, well, that's we, we've, we've got that, you know, categorized and, and listed. How are you not up there with Joe Rogan and other huge podcasters? Stacy with an I. I'm in Lubbock. Not a, You're in Lubbock? Oh, I didn't know. I thought the Attorney General was in, in Austin down there with the rest of the big wigs. My bad. Of course it's going to be good in Lubbock. They ain't got nothing else in Lubbock. Stacy with an I. Well, first of all, let me say thank you for all the nice things that you said about me in the show. What makes this show great are the listeners. The contributing that we have, like, like uh, let me tell you a story. When I first started this show, I was nervous as shit because my phones really didn't ring that first day. And I'm an old school radio guy. When you do a talk show, you ro- rely on listeners to call in and talk. Now, people still call in. Dave Coe, love you, buddy. You call in. We got people, Mark calls in. People call into the show, and it's fantastic. But I have a message board, and the message board is so much better. And, and I'll never forget, like, the first day I was on, the guy who designed my website, this guy, uh, fucking Victor Polishnikov. I just recently found out he's come out. So we got a gay Russian guy who was in the Israeli Special Forces. I, it, it's, it's so crazy, right? But he designed my website. And he was there the first day it was launched. And we're, I was doing the show, and I got a text message from him. And he goes, I expected you, you know, broken English, I expected you to have like five or six listeners. The first day I had over 1,000 people listening at once. And it, it goes up and fluctuates there all the time. It stays around there. He was blown away by it. And I was like, but but nobody called. He goes, well, you have a message board. And I found out that the message board is so much better. You guys don't have to dial a phone, type in your message, you hit enter or fucking return or whatever, and boom, I read your messages. Stacy, that's what makes the show so great is because it is so interactive and it's so quick interactive. You don't have to worry about me, the phone ringing, ringing. You don't have a producer to tell uh, what are you going to talk about? Because if you're not on topic, I can choose to skip what you say and then go back to it. As far as Joe Rogan goes, I, I don't know if I'll ever get the clout that Joe Rogan has. Let's, let, let's all remember. Before Joe Rogan started his podcast, he was on a TV show called News Radio. He was a, a, a bright up-and-coming comic. In, in the perfect time when comedy started to blow up yet again. 
Then he got Fear Factor. And then he started his podcast. He started his podcast about the same time he started calling UFC. And UFC has done nothing but grow. I would hope that he is the number one podcast in the world. Because he's had all sorts of ramping up. And he does a great job. I, I can't argue with his success. I respect him. I ain't going to take anything away from him. He's never stolen from me that I know of. And if he did, I probably wouldn't say anything because he's like a quadruple black belt in jujitsu. so fuck that. Um, but he's earned everything he's got. I've earned everything. Look, I've never been on a hit TV show like he's had two. I don't get to call MMA fights once a month like he does. So people know who he is. So Stacey, I, and I, I bear no... I'd love to have his numbers. I Honestly, look, I'll tell you this right now. I think I'm better. I think I'm better, a better broadcaster than he is, but I think I'm better than everybody because that's the attitude I believe you have to have at whatever job you go to to make you successful. But I appreciate everything you said there, Stacy. Someday I hope to be up there with Joe Rogan numbers. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. Uh, all right, here, let's see. Uh, next one will go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm a man that likes to eat. Well, boy, you, you, you wrote the show on a perfect day. Let me just tell you, you wrote the show perfectly today. Uh, I'd like to say, uh, I, I, I'd say like you, but you're not as big as me. I've got you by at least 100, 150 pounds. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Let me, let me see if, uh, okay, nothing new in there. You've said something for a long time that you are the best-dressed fat guy anyone will ever meet. Well, that's true. Just look at my T-shirts. Uh, first of all, where do you get all your amazing T-shirts? You have not disappointed once with those. And secondly, why is it important to look good? You mainly stay at home, and you could wear the same underwear doing the show every day. I, I know I would. But if you have some advice for me, when it comes to being a better dresser, please let me know what you think, Barry. EGB says, you definitely are. I don't get Joe Rogan. I don't find him funny or entertaining. I don't think he's trying to be funny anymore. I, I, I do think he's trying to be entertaining and make people think, but... Funny, I, I, I don't see that. And, and by the way, I didn't think he was that great at stand-up. I mean, he's okay. But I, another guy, he's had Netflix specials. So, of course, his podcast is going to be ranking in the millions. Uh, all right, Barry, so let's see. Uh, where do I get my amazing T-shirts? Uh, a lot of shirts, like today's T-shirt, my Viacom Dio shirt. What I do is I'll, I'll see a T-shirt online that I really like, and I'll see if it's in my size. And if they don't have it in my size, what I like to do, if I really, really like the shirt, I, I've got one that I, I, I'll wear probably either tomorrow or Friday or Thursday. I don't know what day it is. Um, but it's the same. I love De- De- Deion Sanders is one of my favorite people on the face of the earth. And he has a, a, a shirt that's out there, and it's, it's painted on his walls. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, you pay good. 
That's why, to me, it's important that I do look good when I do the show. I, I've, I've never wanted to, to take my show and, like, be in an actual studio to where I have to leave home. Oh, he was horrible on the man. I forgot he was on the man show. Um, I, I love doing the show at my house. Truly, truly love it. Now, if Spotify or one of these big conglomerates came to me and said, we're going to build you a studio, I would ask them to build in my fucking, in, in, in our other garage that we have. We got a single, you know, garage that we really just use for storage. But it's important to me that I'm going to work. Now, I don't shower every single day, pretty much every day, because there's another phobia I have. And, Barry, I don't know if you have this as a fat guy or not, but I'll say this. I do it because I'm at work. I do it for me, to get my head in the game, to get my head in the space that I am working right now. So that's why I always try to have good-looking T-shirts on and things like that. And, you know, I, I, I shower... I think I shower five days a week. There's a couple days I just don't. Well, four days a week. Because there's a day during the week I don't shower, and that was today. And then the weekends, unless I'm going out. If I stay at home all weekend, then fucking A. I don't need to shower. And and I'm not rolling around in dirt or shit or anything. Um, But I shower a lot, and here's the reason why I shower a lot. I have a giant phobia. I don't want to be the fat guy that smells. Look, I'm a, I'm a big fucking dude. I know that. Not as big as you, obviously, but you said that. Um, but as a kid, I noticed this all the time, and, and really I noticed it because my father did it to me when he farted once in a bread aisle at a grocery store. And he looked at me and he said, Arnie, we say excuse me when we do that. And it was loud. I'm like... Really, a fat little six-year-old kid could fart that loud? That was a man fart. But when he said that, everybody looked at me. And that continued all the way through school. If somebody farted in a class, everybody pointed to me because I was the fat kid. Most of the time, it wasn't me. And if there was a silent but deadly one, guess who always got better? You blame the fat kid for it, always. But I don't want to be the fat kid that smells. I don't want to be the smelly kid at all. I just reached out to a, a, a company I ordered some soap from. I ordered from both uh, Dr. Sasquatch, and I emailed them. I'm waiting to hear back from them. And this other place called Ballsy. They have a lot of care for your balls smell. I don't worry about that. They got regular soap that I ordered. And I said, what does it take to be an influencer? And they sent me back the stuff, so I'm going to email them back and forth. I have so much goddamn soap, it's unbelievable. I have soap and deodorant at the house. Something I won't run out of. I will panic. If I'm down to two things of deodorant left, I start to get a little nervous. Since I've been to Arnie's house when he was single and he had an apartment that was immaculately clean and smelled great too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Fred. Or ghost. I don't know why you don't go by Fred. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I just a major phobia of it. God, if I know that I'm going out, I am showering and cleaning up. Can't do it. I just can't. I don't necessarily have to shave because I hate shaving. And yes, I have a shaved head, but I still hate it. But yeah, uh, advice for you. Okay. Don't you always have Afrin too? Oh, fuck yeah. 
right here. Right here, right next to me. I have it next to here. I have it in the living room, and uh, I have it also in my bedroom. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Now I can breathe. Oh, I hate having a stuffed nose. That's the worst. That and, and nose, hair, nose hair. Nose hair is my fucking nemesis. Nose and ear hair. Oh, I have so many nose hair clippers. Got to take care of that shit. I don't want to be my dad. That's the one thing I don't want to be is my dad. Him and his fucking nose hair hanging out everywhere. That's embarrassing to look at. Your father take care of himself. Oh, but that was him. I mean, I got him nose trimmers one year for his birthday. He's like, what do I need these for? I said, what for those fucking tree trunks hanging out of your nose? And no, he didn't use them. Never used that shit. But, hey, that was him. And this is me. Advice, though, when it comes to being a better dresser. Okay. Let's see. It's because my other Mixer account is linked to Facebook. I get kicked off. Okay. All right. I got you now. I got you there, ghost. I know it's you, though, Fred. Honestly, I'd rather walk by an overweight man than some of these women out there should go and see a gyno based on the smell they leave behind. That's bad. Look, if your hoo-ha stinks that bad and you're walking on the street and other people can smell you, you got some issues right there, honey. Man, Addict Brian, I feel bad for you having to walk down the street behind somebody like that. Um, let me say this. Stay away from banded bottom shirts, Barry, as a fat guy, because they'll scream to the world, I am fat. And they'll be like, like any shirt... Like, watch the Sopranos. Look at the fat guys on the Sopranos. You see those shirts they're wearing, and it looks like they it's all ruffled up at the bottom? Stay away from those. Honestly, big and tall stores have gotten really good lately. I would say for you, Barry, if you're that much bigger than me, and I'm a pretty big guy, I would look at button-down shirts, leaving them untucked. You want to go out, you wear a nice button-up, get get one that's big enough and long enough. And here's the other thing. As a fat guy, I know there are fat people out there and people wonder about this. So I've recently come upon this trend. I, I have a lot of belts. If I'm wearing Wranglers, i got to wear a cowboy belt. It's got my belt buckle on it because that's my Hall of Fame belt buckle. But if I got camo shorts on or jean shorts on or whatever kind of shorts minus athletic shorts, I've stumbled across uh, one product that's called Hikers. They're suspenders you wear under your shirt, and it hooks to your back belt loop. Two straps go over your arm, and then it adheres to the button in the front of your pants, and your pants stay up great. Problem with those, those are like 50 bucks because you can only buy them from one place because they have the patent on it. They work great, though. So recently, I went out to uh, Duluth Trading. They got one of them out in Arlington. And they have these really cool suspenders with plastic suspenders that you can wear under your shirts. So, Brad, or Barry, let me say, look into some suspenders. Because, man, that, that's the worst part about being a fat guy is that your pants are always going to slip because you can't really pull it all the way over everything sometimes. So to get them from stop slipping, get yourself some suspenders. You'll look great. 
If you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you work good. You work good, you get paid good. I heard Jerry broke the nose trimmer and tried to fix it with a hammer. Later he called Comcast to hook up his Blu-ray player. Oh, if all those weren't true. If you get so fat that you're worried about clothing, then just go naked and get the Princess Leah in a bikini to sit next to you. Yeah. Oh, God damn. That is funny about that. Oh, my God. Now, he did. It, it wasn't a nose tremor, but it was a VCR. And, yes, he did have DirecTV come to his house and install a Blu-ray player. That, that's hand-to-God shit right there. And here, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, <clears throat> how come you haven't been reviewing the movies yourself that much this year? I really do enjoy, uh, is his name Christopher's reviews? Yes, that's his name, Christopher. Uh, but I really enjoy your take on things as well. I hope that you're not becoming too good to see movies now. I'm just happy that both of you have saved me time and money with going to the movies. That's from Bert. Hey, Bert. Um, look, look, Bert, the movies that are coming out, if, if it weren't for the coronavirus, I pretty much would have done all the movie reviews. But once Hollywood got their hands in it and they started putting their shit everywhere and they've moved movies back and they've pushed them up and there's some movies, there's some movies out there that I just don't want to see. Like the, this upcoming new, uh. Marvel movie with uh, with the karate guy or the rings. I have no idea who that character is. I, 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 I just don't know. And if that's one Christopher wants to go see, I'll let... Uh, he and I don't coordinate and plan. Like, he had no idea I was going to see that movie, The Protégé, and yet he did two movies that weekend. And let me just say this on Christopher's behalf, and I know I don't have to talk for him. Christopher does an amazing job. He's not getting paid to do that. He's doing that out of the goodness of his ass heart. And the, his review this week, I, I, I will say this right now. I, I'm going to publicly say that I haven't re- reviewed a movie that well in a long time. It's mainly because I don't think I've, I've seen anything that has hit me the way Candyman hit Christopher this weekend. But that review is spectacular. Oh, you've already got your ticket for Shang Chai. Okay, good. Is that this week? Let, let's let's see. Let's see what movies are coming out. Uh, real quick here. If you've texted me on my phone or sent me mails on my phone, I haven't looked in a while, so I'm sorry. Uh, theaters. Uh, that's how I usually do it. Thursday. And you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's go movies. Movies uh, sort by popular, oh, wait, done. Coming soon, oh, wait, damn it. I don't want to see that. Okay, this weekend, uh, Shang-Chi, it's coming out. Death Rider, nope. Rushed, nope. I'm not going to see, I'm, I'm not going to see Candyman. So coming soon, sort by date. Done. September 9th, uh, no, not going to see Bad Candy on the 10th. The Capote tapes, no, Truman Capote, no, not a big fan. Uh, September 10th, I'm not going to see anything. 
probably. My birthday is September 17th. If I am in Sacramento, there is a movie I do want to see, and it is the new uh, Clint Eastwood movie, Say Nacho or, or Say Macho or something like that. I want to see it because it looks fan- it's Clint Eastwood, but I won't see it because it looks depressing. Movie Cop Shop comes out with uh, Gerard Butler. I'll probably go see that. Oh, there's a movie that I am definitely not seeing. Dear Evan Hansen, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a musical about teenage suicide. Christopher, knock yourself out on that one. Oh, The Kingsman comes out. The origin story of The Kingsman comes out Wednesday, September 22nd. I might see that. Um, I really feel bad for single dudes. I truly do. With the catfishing women do, I've seen some huge transformations with makeup. And now they have body fat uh, slinky and the ass panties too. Uh, the worst used to be was when a woman was stuffing her bras back in the day. Mm-hmm. Good old Murph. Thanks, AOB, for feeling bad for me. No, look, look, there's this gal on TikTok. And she's like the worst catfisher in the world because, like, it shows her before transformation. And she looked, she honestly, if y'all never watched T-Haw, then I'm sorry to use this. Uh, she looked like the toothless, ugly, skinny gal on Hee-Haw. She is literally a one and a half. And then after she puts her fake teeth in, which I ain't got no problem with because I got fake teeth, and puts all her makeup on and does her hair, she's like, uh, like uh, 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 in Texas, she would be maybe a soft six. Like Utah, she's a hard nine. New Mexico, hard nine and a half. The Halsey movie had a lot of nudity, lots and lots of nudity. There's some scenes where I'm sure... Men wish uh, it was 3D because you could practically motorboat her boobs. The Halsey movie. Well, we're going to have to look into that. Um, but, yeah, as far as movies go, look, it, I've got to want to see it. And, and we all know I'm going to review Top Gun, Colin Maverick, if it ever comes out. I didn't want to see The Fast and Furious. Mini per- no, not Mini Pearl. It was one of the white trash gals. I'm here to take these shots that the big guy doesn't need to. It's something I've always wanted to do. I'll keep doing it as long as Arnie let. Well, fuck, Christopher, you have carte blanche. And 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 by the way, if we see the same movie, because we don't we don't um we don't coordinate what movies we're gonna see. If we see the same, I'm gonna keep his review up there, and I'll put a review up there as well. I got no problem with that. But yes, Bert, hey Bert, um. That's why Christopher does, because he's really good at it. So I try to use people that are really good at stuff. All right, next mail. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, can you clear things up for me and my buddy who had a debate? So we got on the topic, 
topic of ball game food. I said hot dogs, hamburgers, and nachos were the main foods. My buddy Charles said I was out of my fucking mind that I left corn dogs and pizza off that list. Are there any other foods that I left off the list because I really don't feel like pizza is a ball game food? Thank you, Bill. Very interesting. Now, are we talking about watching a game? Because watching a game, you can have anything you want. If you're at home. If you go to the ballpark and watch a game, number one food, hot dog. Number one, buy a bullet. Hamburgers can be in there. I don't necessarily, I, I don't think, in my 49 years of going to baseball games, and I've been going ever since I was a baby, I don't think I've ever once gotten a burger at a game. It's always hot dogs or nachos. So I'll give you the hot dogs and the nachos. Now, I've been to games. I, I, I went to uh, wherever the Giants play, whatever it's called this week. Peanuts, popcorn, hot dogs, ice cream. That's it. Now, see, there you go. Peanuts and popcorn, I'm not a fan of, but those are ball game foods, definitely. I like peanuts, but kind of tough to eat now with false teeth. Ice cream, definitely. Ice cream in a fucking, in a, in a helmet, soft serve ice cream, 100% ball game food. I went to uh, the first game I ever went to at, at Giants' new stadium. It was a spring training game against the Yankees. It was the last spring training game of the season. It was one of the first games ever at that ballpark. Didn't count, so it doesn't really count. And I saw all the people eating sushi there. Just because a ballpark puts it in there doesn't make it ballpark food. I agree that pizza is not necessarily a ball game food. I'm not telling people they can't eat it, but if you go down the list of ball game foods, hot dogs, nachos, peanuts, popcorn, ice cream, maybe even cotton candy for the kids. But but sushi, definitely not a ball, ball game food. Corn dogs, boy, that's a tough one. See, corn dogs to me are a state fair food. Ace's Bratwurst is the best. Now, now see, there, there are some places that have brats and they have sausages. I've seen it at Wrigley. I, I've been to Wrigley and they have brats and so that, That's fine. Whatever a ballpark wants to serve is fine. And if you want to go off the reservation, that's fine. Bratwurst is one of those that, uh, you know, especially in the – Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, or Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. That's what I meant, not Milwaukee. Wisconsin, Minnesota, yes, brats are going to be even bigger than hot dogs there. So I have no problem with that. Cracker Jacks, you can have Cracker Jacks at games, yes. Hot dogs and corn dogs with ketchup and mustard, and Arnie, don't forget Cracker Jacks. See, corn dogs to me are not really a ball game food. It, it Just not to me. I like to save my corn dogs for state fair time when Fletcher's is around. Fletcher's corny dogs are the greatest corny dogs you will ever eat in, in the history of your life. And if you get their cheese pups, which are corn dogs with cheese in them instead of corn dog, in, instead of a hot dog, those are, oh, fuck. Blah. 
Those are so good. Texas Tech had this new thing where you can order the concessions food on your phone and they bring it to you in the stands. Not sure how I feel about it. A lot of places are doing it. There are some places that have waiter and waitress service and you can get all kinds of fancy dancy type shit. You go to a ball game, you get a hot dog. And Rangers here, they have the, the boom stick, which is like 16 feet long, and it's got chili, and it's got barbecue. Hell, they got a damn barbecue pit out in left field of fucking Ranger Stadium. But I'm not going to eat. I, I'll eat there before the game, but during the game, if I'm eating during the game, it's a hot dog. It's ice cream. It's like when you go to a hot ball game, you don't order a Jack and Coke in the fucking stand. Some people do. It's usually beer, though, because beer's cold. Sitting out in that hot sun, pounding Jack and Cokes, you are going to have a long, long day. But I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't eat. He asked me what or debate, what, what they had to debate on what ball game foods are. Now, it's interesting because I would never serve hot dogs at a Super Bowl party. Super Bowl parties when you can kind of go a little crazy. You serve Swedish meatballs, Little Smokies. If you have a Super Bowl party and you don't have Little Smokies, then I'm leaving. You can have your fancy 87-layer dip. Okay, great. It's fantastic. Hell, you can even do the bread bowl with the spinach dip at Super Bowl parties because you know some asshole is going to want a veggie plate. Lost leader. If I was a store, I would make the veggie plate the most expensive thing there because I know people will buy it. Because somebody's in charge. I'm in charge of the veggie plate. Well, thanks. Thanks so I can eat raw cauliflower during the fucking Super Bowl. Man, oh man, does that sound delicious. A friend of mine once bought a hot dog turner just for the Super Bowl. It was glorious triumph. I'm not saying you can't have hot dogs during the Super Bowl. I'm just saying the Super Bowl is at one time that you can expand your palate and your horizon of serving things. Do you let people bum dips off you if I have enough? That, that's my usual go-to. If somebody says, hey, man, can I bum a dip off you? If I've got a half can or less, no. I agree, uh, Little Smokies, though. That and wings required. Yeah, see, I, I can't make wings to save my life, and they're only, I'm so ghetto when it comes to chicken wings. I got to have breading on there, man. I got to have it be a little piece of fried chicken. I, I do not like just the deep fried fucking in there without any breading on it. I just, I, I don't like wings that way. I don't. I'm fat. How did I get this way? By eating chicken that's covered with breading. So I would have to get wings from Hooters, and a lot of people hate those. That's okay. That means more for me. Now I will ask this question here. Because I used to get into an argument with uh, someone I used to work with, a very pompous person that I used to work with, who used to say I was silly and I was stupid for ordering blue cheese with my wings. He said ranch is the only acceptable dipping sauce. So ask family, I ask you. Between the two, and I imagine more people are going to say ranch, but blue cheese is not unheard of. 
What do you dip your wings in? Jam and Jay says that blue cheese is the way to go. Now, wings were started in Buffalo, hence the name Buffalo Wing. And this pompous ass said, well, I had a, uh, an uncle that lived in upstate New York, not Buffalo. And he only used ranch. Well, I've known Jay for over 20 years. Jay is actually from Buffalo. Jay serves wings. He serves ranch as well. And I asked him, what is the, what is the old school? And he said blue cheese. Uh, Harrison says ranch is the correct choice. Okay. Andrew said, I'm not saying you're wrong. If you like it, that's what you like. Good. Uh, in front says blue cheese only. Braddy Kid says nothing. Orchid says blue cheese, straight fire ranch. Uh, Fred says ranch because blue cheese is gross. Ranch blue cheese tastes like licking a sweaty gooch. I like sweaty gooches. Ranch barbecue sweet chili blue cheese. Hotter buffalo sauce. Blue cheese and more buffalo sauce. Don't like them, so nothing. All right. How does somebody not like chicken wings? Do you not like Sassy Pammy? Come on. Sassy Pammy, you're going to get the home record moniker back. How do you not like wing? Do you not like chicken? It's just little chicken. Not all blue cheese are created equal. Yeah, you're right about that, because I need the kind that had the big old chunks in there. The big old chunks of blue cheese. Oh, man. That's some good shit. Now I need to go find Slater's Dingaway. <laughs> Cheap blue cheese is gross, yeah. Wings have too many bones and fatty-looking things. Well, Braddy Kid showed me a video. I had wings the other day. We went to Outback for lunch. And I really wasn't in a steak mood that day because I know my steaks are better. So you, you got to do this, not with, the, not with the leg, not with the drum, with the actual wing itself. So I, I've learned a new technique. You, you, you take the, the top part of it, and then you press all the breading and the chicken down, and you dip that in your sauce, and you eat it, and you've cleaned both bones without having to pull anything apart. It's amazing. I only eat breast, okay. My boyfriend doesn't like wings. He said it's stupid to eat little chicken wings, and he hates bones. All right. Pam is going to be sent to the Island of Misfits. But no, yeah, I mean, chicken wings is a very divisive topic in our country. Whether what you dip it in, what kind of sauce you use, bones, boneless. By the way, I would just like to point this out to everyone. Boneless chicken wings are, are nuggets. That's all they are. Boneless chicken wings are just chicken nuggets. Have that one sit in your head for a little while. <laughs> Douglas says, I can't trust people that don't like wings. Well, you don't trust Sassy Pammy. Uh, all right, next mail here. Let's see. Uh, Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Arnie. My husband is in recovery and has been sober for almost seven years now. 
Okay, uh, for me, eating wings is like animal and risk life and limb to go back for their birthplace to spawn. The rest of the year, I don't really eat wings, but for the Super Bowl, I could eat so many. The pile of bones would make Mongolian Raiders jealous. Boneless wings aren't wings. Yeah, they're nuggets. Let me start this over. My husband's in recovery, and he's been sober for almost seven years now. He recently had foot surgery, and they gave him all sorts of pain meds. I don't want to spy on him, but I don't want him going down the road of prescription drugs. I have listened to you for a long time, and I know that that is similar to what happened and what you had to deal with. I was just wondering how I could monitor this situation, Kelly. All right, Kelly. Um, that's exactly my story. I, w- I was sober for longer. I mean, I'm not rubbing that in, but I, I, I'd been off alcohol for longer, hurt my wrist, got prescribed Norcos. I found that I loved Norcos. I, I, I loved Norcos as much as Ogre loves chicken wings on Super Bowl Sunday. And I knew what I was doing. I, I, I mean, I knew. But here's the thing. I didn't have somebody there to help me. I was there by myself when I hurt my wrist. And I was able to abuse. And I was in a prominent power position then as morning radio show host where they weren't that hard for me to get. Uh, Brakis is what makes you think. I don't think she says he's. she thinks it. She just wants to make sure of it. And this is where communication comes in. Kelly, you should talk to him about this. Because if somebody like me, who's already gone down that road two different times with the alcohol and with the prescription drugs, I will say this right now. I am, I, and I need a knee surgery, at least one. And it scares me to death. Nothing scares me more than thinking about an upcoming surgery. Not for the simple fact that it's a surgery. I could care less about that. I care about the recovery time because you need to recover good and you need the pain. The pain medicine works. It works because it confuses your brain and it says you're no longer in pain. It doesn't do anything for the fucking inflammation doesn't do anything for there. It's a mind fuck. It's all these prescription medicine is. So Kelly, I would say talk to your husband because if he is if he is sober, I imagine he worries about this too. And depending on what his mood is, like maybe he'll say maybe I just take a couple extra because that's how it started for me. That, that, that's exactly how it started for me. I wasn't necessarily, my wrist wasn't hurting anymore. I just, I was like, wow, I can fucking zone out. Done. I can remember a time when two pills would knock me on my ass. Two Norcos, two tens. At the height of my addiction, I was taking around 40 to 50 a day. I never, ever want to go back to that. And it scares me. And and Brady Kid's right. Brady Kid, watch it. Like, when I got my teeth done, I, I had, I think, four pain pills total, and then the, the rest were done. I was done. I didn't want them anymore. But she was in charge of it. 
And if your husband has any fucking problem with that, then you got to talk to him more about it. If you want to make sure you want to monitor the situation because you don't want him going down that road because you know how dangerous that road is, then, you know, 40 pills a day, yeah, that that was was usually it. It would start with 12 right after the show. Uh, Look, I'll I'll tell you how it went. It went 12. I lived literally three minutes from our studio. When our show was over every morning, we didn't have commercials to cut and stuff. I was done. 10 o'clock, I was done. Out the door. So by 10.05, I was at my house, and I was ingesting 12 Norcos. Let those kick in. I'd be like, all right. A couple hours go by. Take a few more. A few more hours go by. You're starting to you know, lose the buzz. Boom. Take a few more. It was terrible. Ogres definitely communicate. Even before my spinal surgery, my wife knew of my fear of prescription pills. And I got to thank Arnie Stories for that. Hand to God. So she helped me make sure I wasn't taking too many. You as a spouse need to also make sure that he's doing the exercises doctor or therapist instruct him to do. Too many times we just say, oh, fuck the doctors. (laughs) What do they know? The truth is they do know what they're doing with your recovery. Unless a doctor is named Drew Pinsky. (laughs) Uh, You help him with therapy and recovery. He is less reliant on pain pills to cope, and it makes the chance of addiction or relapse that much less. Well, I'm glad that my stories scared you enough to to do that because that's what it's all about. Look, I, I can answer a lot of these questions. I could write these people back, but I have to fill up uh, uh, an entire show. Whenever you're sitting down to write me a letter and it has something to do with your significant other or something, the first answer is always communication. That's always the first answer. Talk about it. Talk about it. it'll do wonders. I promise you that. Dude, that's crazy. I'm glad you kicked that habit. That could have killed you. Oh, look, it tried. I ain't going to lie. I got it. Look, and and once you start going down that road, I'm about to tell you guys a story that I don't really tell that often because it's embarrassing. It's terrible. Um. But once you start going down that road and you get addicted, maybe your person, a.k.a. dealer, doesn't have your brand of vodka that day, meaning they don't have Norcos. But they say, hey, I can give you this one Oxy. Look, it's $20, but it's 10 times stronger. You start taking those. And you're like, oh, fuck, wow, this is a little cheaper and it's a lot stronger. Okay. Now, I never got to, I'd knock on wood for this. I never got to heroin. Never, ever wanted to try it. Never wanted, no, didn't even think about it. One time I went to someone who was uh, procuring my, uh, my habit. And they were even duped. Because I got fentanyl. This is about, this is a, a this is, this is, I hate this story more than anything. And I took the fentanyl. Didn't know it was fentanyl. It, it looked like it was oxys. They don't look any different. And this is the time when the cartel was killing people. Because they didn't know what it was. 
cartels were were they they got fentanyl and they just made it look like oxys because they knew they could sell it. They didn't know what they had on their hands. And uh, I took, I take three of them, because I had built up my tolerance enough to be able to take that many oxys. Took three up. And next thing I knew, I, I was. I was having my chest compressed by uh, some firefighters. And then I had to walk down a flight of stairs so they could take me to the hospital. And I had to stay in the hospital for a couple days. Scared, it scared me to death. The one great story about the hospital is this one. They kept checking me for diabetes And they got so mad because my numbers weren't high enough to be to have to worry about diabetes. And one time, the number was a little high, and uh, I, I had someone, I won't refer to who they were sneaking me food in, but Brad a kid. Uh, and she brought me a fucking a Philly cheesesteak and a large Dr. Pepper, right? I ate that, and I slammed down that Dr. Pepper because I need Dr. Pepper. My numbers actually went down. That is a true story. My blood sugar numbers went down. Oh, man, they hated me at that hospital. I was dipping there. Oh, I was doing everything you're not supposed to. Heroin is for pathetic junkies and trash. A classy man goes to a Chinese opium den and gets that big pipe in the old westerns. Yep, good old Curly Bill. All right, so there you go. Kelly, it's all about communication. Look, I, I ain't going to say it right now. I, I'll tell you, as, as a, I, I do not miss alcohol at all. I didn't like the taste of it. I like what it did to me. I miss pills because I could take pills with Dr. Pepper. Man, oh, man, and there was no hangover. That was the best part about pills. There was no hangover. Man, oh, man. For all of you concerned about Arnie's health, he is extremely healthy, believe it or not. I know it sucks. It fucking pisses people off. How can you eat like that? Oh! Because. <laughs> oh, just because. Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I got to keep that one. Okay. Uh, last email here. You know, we're just going to keep going. We'll go into the next segment. It's too late to take a break. Uh, funniest part of your hospital stay was when he thought he was sneaking his dip. Oh, yeah, I'm dipping in there. And the, 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 the little male Chinese nurse or Asian nurse fella, he knew what was going on, but he pretty much knew that I would still, in the, in the incapacitated state that I was in, I could still end him if he tried to fuck with my Copenhagen. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I know that you don't like fantasy football. I don't. But I was wondering what you thought of some of the players that I was able to get. All right. I know a lot of people do it, and I'll explain my reasoning here in a second. I've got Brady, and I've got Zeke at running back. My defense is San Francisco. How do you think I'll do this season? By the way, and I love this last part because I always hear people. I'm a huge Niner fan and was wondering what you thought of our chances were this season. That's from Nick. Um, 
all right, here, here's where I stand on fantasy football. I know it's super popular, and I know I'm on an island all by myself, and I enjoy that island because there's nobody there stealing my Dr. Peppers. Um, I've never been a fan of it. I don't understand how you can say, oh, I'm a huge Niner fan, but I hope Jimmy Garofalo doesn't have a good day today because I'm playing against him. See, if I were to draft a team, I would draft nothing but Cowboys players. And I already know that I would lose. I have two fantasy teams and have been waiting for your player discussions and week one picks. Uh, week one picks will be next week. Uh, Want to join my league? <laughs> well, see, he knows how bad I'd be. <laughs> Fucking hey, Douglas. Wait a <laughs> Douglas just swooped in like that. That was fucking fantastic. That made me laugh right there. Want to join my league? Yeah, here you go. Here's my money. No, I I, I don't like, I, I don't ever like rooting against guys on my team. I could never do it. I could never, ever do it. I just don't. Now, you ask me what I think about your team. I have Brady. Okay, Brady's, he's, look, he's bound to put up good numbers. The, the entire team is coming back. Uh, I hate fantasy too, V. Coop says, EGB says, no, you're not. Fantasy football is gay. Okay. Hey, look, I, I, a lot of people love it. I get it. I understand. It's not for me. No, a lot of people make a lot of money on it. Hey, good. Um, You have Zeke at running back. Well, if they've trained him how to not fucking fumble, then you know what? You, then, then you're okay. That, that's not a half-bad backfield because Zeke's probably going to get a lot of carries this year as long as he doesn't fumble like he did all fucking last season. Christopher says, you're not on an island. I've been on your side since I heard your explanation years ago. I have never fallen to the dark side thanks to you. Go Pack. Ooh, you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Interesting. Fantasy football. Uh, Ogre, have a great day, my friend. Uh, fantasy football makes football more enjoyable as I care about more games uh, just than just the Raider game. But it's frustrating when my opponent has Raider players on them. Well, Douglas, I would say then just gamble on sports. In. And I, I know that fantasy football is, the, is a way of gambling on the game without betting on the games itself. Like I said, I'll go over all week one next week. Thursday on the show, we're going to go over all the big college games this weekend. And then next week, we'll we'll do like – College on Thursday and then pros on Friday. I got Joe Murphy with me on Thursday. Maybe I'll talk to Joe. Maybe we'll just do all football one, you know, one segment. I don't know yet. Just makes the NFL ticket a little bit more fun. Not a huge fan of it. It's okay. Now, look, look, this is why it's okay. You guys want to do it. Um, and your defense is San Francisco. And how, how do I – look, I think – I don't understand why the Niners drafted this quarterback out of uh, North Dakota State. I don't get it. I'm not understanding that because Jimmy Garofalo, is he a China doll? Do we know yet? Does he get hurt all the time? I know he was hurt the last couple seasons. Yeah, Mike D says, and to answer the question, San Francisco, if healthy, could be a Super Bowl again. Book it. Oh, and they own Green Bay. Look, if that defense is healthy, because they weren't healthy. Remember last year, San Francisco got riddled by injuries. If that team's healthy, they're a good team. 
And it pisses me off because I fucking hate the Niners. Cowboys have had issues with fucking offensive linemen for the last four years. Now our quarterback's hurt. I have no hope for my team. I mean, I'm still going to root for them. I, I still love the Cowboys, but I have no hope. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly hoping that 10-6 and six is our record this year. I just don't see it. And they keep talking about trades that the Cowboys are going to make to get this defensive player or trade away that defensive player to get this offensive lineman. They haven't done shit. But to answer your question, I think the Niners, if they stay healthy, have a good shot. The Arizona Cardinals are going to suck. Look, look, isn't this Kyler's second year in the league, or is this his third year? He, if it's his second year, he's going to have a sophomore slump. Um, Seattle. HGB <laughs> says they hate you too, go Niners. Jenny Lynn says the NFL sucks. A lot of people like, hey, uh, I get it. I get why people say that. The NFL went way too woke. Way too early. Douglas says Jimmy G is a little less fragile than Wentz. God damn. Well, you want to talk about a China doll. That is Carson Wentz. It's Kyler's third year. Okay. I still don't see the Cardinals doing anything. The Seahawks are getting up there in age, and the Rams gave up. The Rams have Matt Stafford now. The Rams gave up. I, I, I understand that, that that coach didn't get along with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Goff, Jared Goff. But I'll tell you this right now, dumbest trade ever getting Matthew Stafford there. Matthew Stafford sucks. Niners should win this division. It'll be between the Niners and the Seahawks, and the Seahawks really don't have any business being there. But that's what I think. Oh, the Colts traded for uh, Wentz because the Eagles were giving them they, they weren't asking for much, and they needed a quarterback at the time. Because, uh, what's his name? The guy with all the kids. Oh, I can't think of his name. The guy who has like 58 kids, their former quarterback. The guy who was with the Chargers forever. Damn it. Cowboys will win the NFC East and win a playoff game this year. I have hope. Okay. Let's see. Let, let, let me break down the NFC East real quick. Washington. The Redskins, because that's what I call them on the show. They suck. I know a running back on the Giants. Devontae Booker, kid from Grant High School. He's with the Giants this year. I might actually get to go to that game when they come to town. Because my buddy Dan is his like trainer and a very, very close friend. So we might be going to that game this year. On the sideline. Phillip Rivers, that's it. Thank you, EGB3. When Phillip Rivers retired, it left the Colts like, what the fuck are we going to do? Because they were left that way with Andrew Luck when he retired. Uh, what's wrong with Dak, uh, Arnie? Uh, look, they, they say there's something wrong with his shoulder, and I, I'm hearing people saying don't expect 16 games out of him. Why the fuck would you re-sign him then? Why would you sign him to this gazillion-dollar deal? I'll tell you this right now. If the Cowboys didn't sign Dak, I don't know if he would have signed with the team. Honestly. Skins defense is terrifying, though. No offense at all, though. And, that, and that's the problem is that that defense ain't going to get a chance to be terrorizing because they're going to be on the field too much. 
they could have traded or signed. Uh, shit, I would have taken Fitzmagic over Wentz. I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I don't know if I'd go quite that hey, Look, look. As much fun as we like to park, poke at, 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 at Car- what's his name? Carson Wentz, former Eagles quarterback. If it weren't for Carson Wentz, the Eagles would have never made it that far. Let's remember that. The Eagles, when they won their Super Bowl, which makes me sick to my stomach, because I fucking hate the Eagles. Hate them. I hate them more than I hate the Niners. Carson Wentz got him there. He got hurt in the NFC champ or the, well, the NFC playoff game. Nick Foles came in, played the championship game, and won the Super Bowl. Why? Because there was not a lot of film on him. Have you heard from Nick Foles a lot lately? Yeah, that's what I thought. He's bounced around the league because he's a good backup. Carson Wentz could stay healthy. He's got a good arm. He seems like a good kid. It's just funny that he gets broken all the time. They beat New England, though. I was happy as a hater. I understand. I understand. And look, look, look. The, the good part about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, there is one Silver lining. That silver lining is this. It made sure that every team in the NFC East, which, by the way, is the only division in football that can claim this, every team has at least won the Super Bowl. Go ahead, try it out. See where else. AFC West? Nope. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Rams ain't never won a Super Bowl. Uh, the Ram- no, the Rams didn't win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, they did St. Lu- in, when they were St. Louis. Shit. So you got the Rams, the Niners. They have Cardinals have never won a Super Bowl. Good. There you go. There's my out. Card- Cardinals have been. They lost to the Steelers. Uh, Jets won a Super Bowl. Patriots won a Super Bowl. Dolphins won a Super Bowl. There's somebody else in that. Buffalo. Buffalo never won a Super Bowl. They've been to a lot. Never won. Mm-hmm. What about the AFC West? LOL, the Chargers suck. I don't even know what the Chargers have. And I know I have a bunch of Charger fans listening to the show. BZ and Stackhart, big, big Charger fans. I Look, man, I, I honestly think that this year, this could be the year for the Buffalo Bills. I like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is a hell of a quarterback. This could be their time, but Kansas City stands in their way. It's a problem. Kansas City is a fucking juggernaut. As long as Patrick Mahomes stays healthy, that team is not too shabby. Uh, All right, let's see. Uh, Other sports, quote-unquote, news. Uh, Captain Douche Nozzle himself... Jake Paul says, I'm retired from boxing now. Is that because, like, I got to see some of the highlights of this quote-unquote fight? Tyrone Woodley rocked his ass a couple times. I mean, rocked his ass. Jake Paul didn't really ever rock Woodley. I know he won because he out-jabbed him. And by the way, if you think that this was really on the up and up, then you should bet on the WWE as well. 
my Super Bowl prediction, San Francisco versus Buffalo. Not a bad that that's not a bad prediction. Healthiness though. Chargers will be good. Abraham, uh, Herbert can perform. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I saw a video of this asshole dancing around Jake Paul saying who's next on his board. And he had the he had the audacity to have Canelo Alvarez on the Okay. Jake, I want they, that would be a fight I'd pay for. Cuz Canelo Alvarez will eat you in the ring. That motherfucker has been a pro boxer since he was 14. Jake, you have no shot at that. And then the next name I saw in there made me a little giddy. It was both Nate it was Nate or Nick Diaz. I don't care. Let him fight one of the Diaz boys. Because one of the Diaz boys might put him in a wrestling hold. Say, I don't give a fuck about the win or the loss. I'm going to fucking cripple you. I hate these two. The, the, these Paul brothers are fucking jagoffs. That's all they are. Gigantic fucking douche nozzles. Douche canoes. Uh, all right, let's see. I'll stay in the sports area here. Are you ready for this? When people say, Arnie, why do you get so upset when teams change their nicknames? Well, I get upset for a lot of reasons. Historically, I I, I get mad because they change their names. I think they're, 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 they're bowing down to the pressure from the, the vocal minority that's out there. And I hate it. And, and, and I appreciate Notre Dame. We did the story of Notre Dame yesterday, how they got their nickname, the Fighting Irish. A group of students in the early 1900s stood up and fought the Klan. And a newspaper article called them the Fighting Irish because mainly Notre Dame had Irish students because it was mainly a big Irish college. You aren't knocking out any Diaz, brother. No. No, I, I'm just telling you this right now. I do not like Diaz guys because they're from Stockton, because it's Stockton. But, man, oh, man, they are tougher than a $2 steak. I will give them the toughness. Those motherfuckers can absorb some pain. Um, but it, it's history, it's tradition, it's all those things, and I, I hate the political correct movement of things. And this is nothing more than that because another school has come under the eyes of the people that once mascots changed. This one is going to infuriate you. The creepiest and most offensive nicknames was listed last week. And Arizona State. Was mentioned. Why? And you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, wait, Arizona State, what are they? They're the Sun Devils. Now, I am not making this up at all. People say, how can you pledge allegiance to a devil? With every T-shirt, souvenir, and game ticket they sell, they solidify their consent that idolizing the devil is just fine with them. This must stop. This is actually written. I'm not making this up. A precedent already exists for this and has existed for over 44 years in plain sight, right on the ASU campus. Let's rename the team to the Sun Angels. 
Really? The Sun Angels? That... The track and field stadium is named Sun Angel Stadium. They say, unsurprisingly, fans are not on board with the suggestions. Oh, Stinkfist, yes. By the way, Preston, it has been said on this. Harrison, you say the Hockey Devils too, New Jersey. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They did switch their name. You remember that's what they were called. Now they're just called the Rays. So now we're canceling Wake Forest Demon Deacons? Come on. I'm all, really? I mean, I'm pledging allegiance to Satan if I'm an Arizona State fan. I'm pledging allegiance to being a fan of a shit fucking team, but not the devil himself. I'm not going there being, you know, looking at Beelzebub is going to rise from the stadium. People have too much goddamn time on their hands. You want to get rid of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Come on, you can't get rid of Sparky and his pitchfork. Like that's the one cool thing that and 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 and, and probably herpes that goes around at Arizona State. I mean, it's Arizona State. It's not really that higher of a learning campus. It's Arizona State, and it's hot as fucking hell there. I.e., Sun Devils. There is no end to these people's depravity. That's why you must never give in to these stupid people. They will come for you sooner or later. Yes, Christopher, you're right. We name the Cowboys the Dallas One Stars. They can keep their logo, which is also their rating. <laughs> Still got five Super Bowls. That's all I can adhere to. And we can't call them the Stars because we already got Dallas Stars. The Arizona State burning crotch. Now, see, that would be a good one. That'd be gold. You can't get rid of the Sun Devil's name. Jesus. Man, oh, man, people got way too much time on their hands. Why don't you go to a fucking, like, PTA meeting? Like, like sign up for a bake sale because you got too much time on your hands. Then you get idiots like this. You ready for this? This story, I saw this story, and it fucking just pissed me off yesterday. Now the most offensive name in the sport is Cornhusker. Oh, Murph, I'm sorry your team's not doing good. Sarah Paulson, she's an actress. She was in, uh, her big break came when she played Marsha Clark in the uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson little thing. She's an okay actress. I, uh, look, yeah, I know she's a lesbian and all that kind of stuff, too. But she says now that she regrets wearing a fat suit to play Linda Tripp amid Hollywood fat phobia backlash. 
She was criticized on social media for taking a role that could have gone to a plus-sized actress. I'm so tired of these people. You're yelling at an actress because she took a role? She took a job? Well, a fat actress could. Who? Look, Sarah Paulson, a lot of people love this guy. I don't think she's that great an actress, but okay. She is an Emmy winner, and this was a made-for-TV movie. So she's pretty good at those. And now Sarah Paulson, well, I shouldn't have done it. I feel bad. I regret wearing the fat suit. Why, 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 why do you regret wearing it? Was Linda Tripp not fat? Well, well, she was. So who would you like to have play Linda Tripp? Melissa McCarthy? Because she's the only fat one really left that's white. Rebel Wilson has lost all her weight. Who's another successful white actress that's fat? You'd get the girl from Precious, but then Linda Tripp would be black. This is so stupid. She's an actor. They take roles, and they have to look like the person. Now, if they gave the role in The People versus O.J. Simpson, if they gave the role to Jonah Hill to play O.J., I could see some people getting upset about that. I can, I, I can get that one. I get that one. I don't even know if Roseanne Barr Harrison is even fat anymore. Oh, I hate that dewdrop chick on WWE. Man, WWE, you cannot have fat chicks wrestling. I look, first of all, I hate chick wrestling to begin with unless it's Trish Stratus and there's coleslaw involved. These fat girls, Nia Jack, she's another one. AEW has a trans fat chick wrestling. Oh, man, longest meeting ever. Uh, you can go back and listen to it right there, ArnieRadio.com. She doesn't really regret it. She's trying to save her career. I hope that's what it is. I hope that she's trying to answer all these questions right. But come the fuck on, man. These are acting. Do we not? Do we? We used to have a time where we used to hold up people like, I don't know, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, who had to gain so much weight to play Al Capone. We used to go, oh, God, his method acting is fantastic. Why didn't they just give it to a fat guy actor then? And miss one of the greatest portrayals of Al Capone ever. All because we want to get a fat guy in there instead. Instead of having a guy, like, transform into the role. Sarah Paulson is the All-American Horror Story show. Yeah, People versus O.J. and uh, Versace Murders was done by the same people. She's going to star in whatever they do. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, she's good at it. I don't like her, but she's good at it. She was great as Marsha Clark. I didn't really watch the Versace Murders. And Raging Bull. He had to gain a shit ton of weight for that and lose it. Well, he, he did the movie early, losing it. This is just maddening, though. The actors and actresses are going, oh, that's a part that should have gone to a fat person. Shut up. Just shut up. Just stop. Stop with the stupidity right now. 
The best person to play Linda Tripp was John Goodman. Hashtag SNL. I was thinking that, too. I mean, can you imagine if, if okay, let, let's do this, and we'll give it to uh, the girl who played Precious. she got to wear a white face. Is that okay? Or, or how about this? How about the next time we have, like, if somebody needs to play Oprah in a movie? We'll just hire we'll we'll just hire Melissa McCarthy and she can put on blackface, right? Because she's fat. Don't want to give that to a thin girl and have her wear a fat suit, no matter how good. I, I mean, the only way I would ever see an Oprah movie is maybe, well, if if I had a gun stuck to my head, or Halle Berry was going to do it. I like Halle Berry, but she's going to have to you know wear a fat suit, and how dare she wear a fat suit? This is so stupid. God almighty. We, man, oh, man. When, when we should be talking about what should be done to avenge the 13 lives that were taken last week or this week. No, instead we're going to argue about, well, that role should have gone to a fat lady. Unbelievable. And I have finally figured out. Oh, oh, by the way, that show You that's on, uh, on Netflix about the serial killer. It's finally given its release date. The show You will be back on Netflix, season three, October 15th. If you haven't watched it, it's fantastic. It takes a little while to get into, but it is fantastic. Mike Myers played a bunch of roles in Austin Powers that could have gone to other people. Tyler Perry played an old black lady, that old old black, yeah, exactly. It's all stupid. Yeah, the, the show You is fantastic. The first few were a little slow, but yeah. By the way, there I, I just thought of a movie that both Christopher and I will probably see, and that's the next Halloween movie. comes out in October, and probably the Jackass movie. Getting back to that listener mail from way earlier. But yeah, the new, the new Michael Myers movie looks fucking awesome. I, I'm just going to tell you that right now. Uh, good news to report here. Oh, the, the bank robbery show, they started filming. Yeah, that fucking show that said four four events of it. It was four fucking seasons. Yeah, I got roped into that on Netflix. That's supposed to come back in the spring, from what I understand, because they were filming right when the first COVID restrictions were lifted, because it's a show from Spain. They started filming. So, yeah, that's coming back. Sylvester Stallone has confirmed that not only will there be a new Expendables movie, but Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture will all be back. There are new cast members, four new cast members coming to the upcoming. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, probably taking over for Terry Crews. Tony Ja, Ja, I, I, wait, wait, I don't know who Tony Ja is. Can somebody help me? Tony Ja. Okay, uh, Tony Ja, he's a karate guy. He's a mixed martial artist fella. Okay, he's going to be in it. And Megan Fox. I don't know why Big Toe Thumbs is going to be in it. 
But, yes, uh, very excited. This will be out next year sometime. Uh, you bet between Halloween and Top Gun, we're going to tag team those reviews for sure. Yeah, you're damn right about that. All right, what else we got? Uh, all right, here we go. Final story of the day here. I'll And this is – and a lot of people are going to say good, good riddance, but – I'm somebody who enjoys good TV, okay? And and honestly, look, this show is not good, and I do not watch this show to begin with. It's called The View. But The View makes a lot of money for ABC. And why? Because they have big ratings. Now, why do they have big ratings? Well, because it's usually about four liberal chicks who gang up and take on a conservative chick, Okay. Sometimes a conservative chick fights back. Sometimes she doesn't. The rumors are out there because Meghan McCain. And by the way, by the way, did anybody notice? By the way, nobody's talking anything about this, and I find this very, very amusing. You know how uh, our our vice president, uh, the Indian giant Kamala, she was in Vietnam last week, and it showed her putting flowers on the John McCain Memorial. Do you know what that memorial is there for? It's not to say that John McCain was a good man. It's a memorial to celebrate the fact that the Vietnamese shot his plane down. The memorial is where his plane came down, and they took him hostage and beat the fuck out of him for all those years. That's why they have it. It's not there to honor him for it, but, but there's no Kamala just laying flowers there. What a fucking idiot! What an idiot! And this is the Megan McCain. She's taking a leave of the view because she's had enough, probably, and I don't blame her, even though it's hard for me to really say she's conservative. There was a report that Candace Owen could be taking over that role. Do not bag on Megan Fox. Oh, I'll bag on her. She has she has big toes for thumbs. That's all I got. Look, otherwise, she's perfect. She's great. She's hot. As soon as you see those thumbs, do little. So they were talking about Candace Owen. Well, when, when Whoopi Goldberg heard about that, she stormed out of the room and threatened to quit. Oh, Kaylee McEnany. Oh, if she joined The View, that, would, that show would be ended. Kaylee McEnany is doing fine at Fox. But they were talking about Candace Owens. Now, Candace Owens, a, a very, very strong young woman. I, I respect her. And, and I, I respect her because she's strong and she uses truth. She uses truth with her arguments. AOC is a flat-out, bull-faced liar with her arguments. She's open. She's honest. She's brass, brash, but she's a bitch. Candace Owen has facts on her side. Okay? As the producers of that show, I would hire Candace in a second because that fighting will get people watching, which means they can drive up. See, this is the thing. It's all about money. 
It's all about money. Don't you want your show to generate giant ratings? See, this is a fight that we used to have at the radio station in Sacramento. And I never won this fight because, obviously, I used too much reasoning. So when I was on the air between the hours of 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. every Monday through Friday on 98 Rock, when I was a part of that broadcast, I can say this with... uh, Happiness in my heart. We never once lied about our ratings. We never had to because our ratings were spectacular. Okay? Now, I'm not going to say it's because we were the best or anything like that. We just had great loyal listeners. And sometimes it's luck of the draw who gets ratings, you know, diaries at the time. I get that, and that's why, you know, we used to brag about it. We used to have a lot of fun, but it was all true. We got ratings, and I'll never, ever forget. We got ratings, and we had zero support whatsoever from the radio station, meaning we only in Sacramento, in all the years that we were there, that I was on that show, 20-plus years, We only got one billboard. One. And do you know why we got that billboard? Because we were named the Leukemia Lymphoma Celebrities of the Year because we raised more money than anybody else. And they paid for the billboard. I went and asked my general manager. I said, why don't we have billboards in town? And he looked at me, he's like, what, what, why, why would you need billboards? You guys have a two-to-one lead. And I looked at him, and I'll never forget this as long as I live, because I, I, and I love this guy. Our GM, the big kahuna, was one of the greatest pen who I ever worked with. Big-time father figure. I mean, awesome, awesome guy. Retired Marine, just a great man all the way around. Let us do, stayed out of the side of programming and let us do our thing. And he was in charge of sales. And he looked at me and says, well, why do you need one? You got a two-to-one lead. I go, well, can't you charge more for advertising with a four-to-one lead? And he just laughed and walked away. Because he knew I got him. And that's exactly what the producers of The View and these producers these days And America itself doesn't get. If you're competing in anything, whether it be sports, whether it be, I don't know, uh, academia, whatever you're competing in, you want to be the best, right? That's why you're doing it. You want to win. And why not use everything in in your power to win? And if you are winning... Well, then keep it up. Keep that lead up because those leads don't stay around forever. Believe me, I currently know. Something Dave Co. just said. I must be the only one that doesn't care for Candace Owens. And I have uh, her book sitting on my desk, so it's not because I'm a lib. Like, not everybody's got to like her. 
But in the arguments, I, I, I'm betting addict to Brian, you would take her side in the arguments against the girls in The View. All I'm saying, and, and I'm not saying this for her, I'm saying this for the critical factor of ratings. You want to fucking blow up your ratings? First of all, you're going to get more conservatives now to watch because you feel like you have somebody representing you, or at least somebody that's going to represent at least your half of the ideas. And you're going to see big fights on that show. Big fights. And that's what draws their ratings. But see, nobody has that. And that's the thing that I hate about America right now the most. Is that we've lost, on the, we've lost the mentality of stepping on our opponent's throat. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing at all with that. If, if, if a college football team or a high school football team brings in their second and third fucking string players, I want those players to f- score. Don't stop playing. The game isn't over. If you score 100 points and they don't score any points, that's on them. But see, now we punish teams that win too big. That's true. We actually do punish high school-level teams that win by too many points. That's something that never happened before in this country. We're punishing people for winning. And I, I just don't understand it. I, I guess that's what loses me as the, this new America that's out there, that we all just have to love one another and everything is all good with one another. No, 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 no. No, not for me, kids. Uh, I said that was the last story. Let me make this the last story. Get ready to see a lot of these on the road. Are you ready for the brand new Tuscadero pink Jeep Wrangler? They named a Jeep after a tertiary character on Happy Days. By the way, kids, if you don't know what Happy Days was, it was a sitcom that ran on network TV. Oh, sorry, kids. Network TV is something we old folks used to watch when there was only four channels. And now you're going to name a product after Pinky Tuscadero, who was some whore from Milwaukee who was in a band who wore leather all the time, and she wore pink, and her name was Pinky Tuscadero. And now you're going to release a Jeep after that? Come on. If nothing has told you that, that, that Jeeps are chick cars, here it is. You driving a pink Jeep around, yeah, that's going to get me laughing at you if you're a dude. Thank God these are all hard tops, because if you're driving around in a soft top Jeep, fucking pink, you're going to hear what I have to say to you. I like that, Douglas. You have to love one another unless they support Trump, then fuck them. Exactly. Or if they drive a pink Jeep. Jesus Christ. Well, I, you know, no, I won't say it. I can't say what's next because that's, that's breaking the rules. Fonzie was tearing that shit. Oh, Fonzie fucking hit that. Fonzie was the first TV guy to do anal. Oh, yeah. He'd take her in Arnold's or Al's bathroom. He'd pound on the jukebox and start playing you know, something sultry and sexy. And he's just pounding away when that hooer. 
Oh, I can say that. And you have to say it the Sopranos way with her because she was such a slut. Pinky Tuscadero, that who were. All right, that does it for me today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, which will be a, a very positive. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. <laughs> Christopher says, what's next? A gun smoke F-150? It's the Festus 150. <laughs> uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, have a wonderful day. And uh, adios, everybody. Those city lights Drew you like a magnet You were attracted to His highfalutin' crown I beg you not to go but you still packed up I've been expecting you Oh, look who's back from town My old truck could not compare To his Mercedes Did it humble you when you rode back on that greyhound? You picked a plastic rose and left a field of daisies. I've been expecting you, oh look who's back. From town What brings you back To this part of the country Well, let me guess Old lover boy Let you down Expecting you all who's back from town. What brings you back to this part? Boy, let you down. Did he throw you away like he?
here's money I've been expecting you Oh, look who's back from town Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.